Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Lions fans, it's time for the podcast you've been waiting for. The show where the Kool-Aid runs blue, faces turn red, and rose-colored glasses never go out of style. This is the Detroit Lions podcast. Your Detroit Lions and Reddit connection. And now, two guys... Who've had enough of this shit? Chris and the Riz. Hey, howdy ho, Lions fans. Welcome to the Detroit Lions podcast. This is episode 474. Just one day, so we can bring you the Lions schedule release. Detroit Lions 2023 schedule release. This is the official podcast for all those funky aliens out there. I am your dashing host, Chris. And with me is my good friend and co-host, Jeff. The Riz Rizden. Hey Riz, how you doing? It's Bitchy Beat Writer Day, isn't it? <laughs> it is. I had to mute my phone here. Um, don't want any of that mess going on. Yeah, it's schedule <laughs> release. Yeah. We finally know the sequence of games. We already knew who they were playing, where they were playing. We just didn't know when they were playing. Now we know when the Lions are playing 17 of their games. Yeah. If, if you quite the proof. If you were in the Slack this morning, you would have known when you woke up. Uh, this is let's see. We got the glad we're talk. We're going to walk through the first round of the Lions 23-2023 schedule. We've got all the e- details and information, and then we're going to do a team by team breakdown. Uh, initial reaction to the Detroit Lions schedule twenty twenty three. We've got that coming for you. We've got a lot of content coming up. We got Ash coming up this weekend. A whole bunch of stuff next week. Another show going. It's not slowing down. I mean, NFL world's slowing down, but we aren't. We got a lot of people with a lot to say, and we got a great show lined up for you right now. Riz, are you ready, my man? Oh, yeah. Let's do it. Let's kick this off and break it down. All right. Ah, mm, I love it. All right, let's uh, let's get into this. Let's talk about this. The uh, the schedule's out. We have it rolling across the bottom. If you need something to see, something to read, uh, I got to change one thing. I've got the wrong team popping up on the uh, uh, bye week there. For some reason, the Raiders showed up on the, on the picture. But otherwise, the schedule is up, and uh, we're ready to go. Um, interesting. Interesting layout. Uh, we'll just walk through. Tell you what, let's walk through the uh, the schedule itself and uh, talk about what we what you know just reactions to initially to the to the schedule as the, the teams come out. Um, the first thing I want to react to and talk about Riz is the fact that we have the NFL game opener of the season. There's a couple of really cool things about that. Number one, 
we're, we're playing the Super Bowl champions. I mean, we get to rain on their 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 banner parade potentially. It's the the open biggest wild card of all the games of the the season, right? We talk about fool's gold. So, folks, if we win the game, I'm telling you right now, don't freak out. Don't freak out. <laughs> or if we lose the game, don't freak out. It's the first we one. Season, the anomaly week. Yes. That's where weird happens every year. It's the one just the heavy betting. Like it's it's a better. This is this is a weekend where better where the casinos rake in money because casual betters are all excited. The whales, the the professionals, they don't bet on week one like yeah. ever. Yep, yep. <laughs> but what's really nice about that is that you know, look, we can walk in, we can ruin their parade raising. It's a heck of a way to walk in and say, you know what, we own this. We're here. That's that's our that's our we're here announcement. So uh, that's a, that's a good one. Week two against the Seattle Seahawks at home. Uh, good chance to get some revenge there as well for a team that ran all over us. Um, I like I, I like that we have that Thursday opener because we have the entirety of the off season to get ready, and then we have a long week to get ready for week two. It's kind of nice for yeah, a guy like Ben. I, I, I like the extended break after week one. I, I think that's a, a real asset. Yeah. Uh, as somebody pointed out on uh, SiriusXM video today, Andy Reid never loses when he has time to prepare for a game. So that's that's a little concerning. But uh, you know, from the Lions telling the Troyes again, good grief! Yeah, I don't know why the internet does this. You're gonna have to shut off I'm the uh, microwave, there, Riz. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, there's just not a bandwidth in our neighborhood to uh, go around at, at prime time. So uh, we'll we'll have to deal. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. So after the Seattle Seahawks, we have Atlanta in week three. So far, I'm liking how this this opening is is working out. We've got the best possible situation against the worst possible team in week one. Week two, we have a little extra time yeah. to to work up some revenge. Week three, we have Atlanta. I'd never want to take talk about an NFL team as an easy win. That's, that's an anomaly. That's a lie if anyone tells you there's an easy win. But boy, that's that's a nice team to have there to potentially build up some confidence for the team. Right. Let's hope so. And it's at home. And you get yeah. two home games in a row. Yeah. And that that's nice after opening on the road. Like from a from a watching standpoint, we get to watch Monday. Like watch the other teams. That's gonna be cool. Uh yeah. that's like as much as I complain about primetime games, I do like the, the idea that it does give me a chance to watch the other games and I don't have to like, you know, yeah, have yeah, a divided yeah. attention. So I appreciate that. And I think fans will too. Yeah. Then we go on to the week four matchup away on a Thursday, a Thursday at the Packers, our second in four weeks, two primetime games. Did you know, Riz, there's five primetime games for the Detroit Lions this year? After all the whimpering of the lack of primetime games last year, we got five, man. We didn't have a single one last year until week 18 got next. And oh, Thanksgiving. We, we could have more because like it was week, week 18 – Yep, yep. All right. So uh, let's see. So we have that. Then we go on from the Packers on Thursday night. We have a little bit of a long ride. We get until uh, the next uh, week from that Sunday to Carolina and at Packers back home against Carolina. On a, this time, we get to play them on a fair field. And that feels like that's going to be nice. It, oh, yeah. Ford Field, it better not be a frozen like ice rink. Yep. Uh, the ring should not be playing. It's a Lions game. <laughs> Yeah, that's a bigger problem if they uh, if they're playing on an ice rink at that point. Um, okay, from uh, Carolina, we come down to my neck of the woods, 
And I can guarantee you a couple of things. Number one, there's going to be a hell of a, uh, a tailgate. I know uh, one guy was telling me, look out, Ebor, here I come, which is great. Ebor's a great place to hang. A lot of fun. Uh, also, I got, I know Sandman's coming. We got a lot of, we got, we got a lot of good stuff going on. I'm actually already thinking through the logistics of doing a post game podcast from a tailgate in the parking lot of, Tampa Ray J stadium here. So we should have a lot of fun. Um, we will talk more about that. I see you, David saying we should get together. Um, it's tailgate city, brother. We're going to, we're going to work a way to get everyone out and have some, have some fun. So, so we got that going on. Um, week seven is at Baltimore two away games here, but Tampa, I'll tell you from seeing a lions game here before is almost a type of a home game because the, there's so many Detroiters here. Um, it's, it's a great, great place to be. It's a great place time to play Tampa again. I don't know that they're going to be a spectacular team this year. They're a little bit of rebounding, but we'll get into some of the details and all that stuff. Um, at Baltimore week seven, um, that's going to be an interesting game. My Riz man. First game. We'll see how that goes. Yeah. 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 Um, after Baltimore, we will have Las Vegas at home Monday night. That's going to be fun. That'll be fun. That'll be a lot of fun. I will yeah. probably go to that game. I don't typically go to games to see them from home, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but uh, I think Monday night I, I can make that work. I think that's, that's that one. That sounds like fun. Maybe we could do. Maybe we could do a beating up the Patriot Way Raiders. That's going to be fun. I don't have a lot of fish this year. I think that's a that's a win. All right. Make sure your phone's not streaming anything <laughs> uh then we get to bye week week nine bye that's a nice one love the time to get a break there uh, a little bit later i mean this week i believe if i'm working from memory, it was like week six before we had to buy oddly it worked out really well for us because of a lot of the injuries we had and it just it, it was an anomaly that it worked out well for us to bounce back but this year having to buy at nine gives us a chance to really really uh chill out and get get to a get into a good shape after the a couple of games we had before that. After the bye, we are off to L.A. This is a game I want to go to also, Riz. The Chargers, SoFi Stadium. We talked about it last time. SoFi is, is such a great place to see a game. I don't well, know if I'm going to get out more. there and see a game there. That'd be, that'd be incredible. It's a 4 p.m. start. So this is another one where we get to watch other games beforehand. And that's, that's always nice. Yes. Again, yes. last year, 16 games, well, 15 games started at 1 Eastern. The Thanksgiving game started at twelve thirty Eastern, and the last one was that was it. So a lot of lot of change this year. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people going to be at the LA game uh, from the Chargers. We're home against Chicago Week Eleven. First time we see them. Um, that is the eighteenth of uh, of November, week before the the Turkey Day game. Uh, we have that at home, and then after Chicago at home, we have the Packers. At home, I like the breakdown to the homes and aways here. I really do. I, it's it's a nice cycle. I think they are a little bit like we end with a lot on the road, but mm-hmm. we also get like winnable home games in that stretch, and I kind of that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, after Thanksgiving week thirteen, we have the New Orleans Saints down in New Orleans. Again, that's really close, man. <laughs> Last time I went by New Orleans in a. Uh, <laughs> in a in a football game live we saw the oh jared goff was 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 ruling wasn't he <laughs> Wait, i forgot about that he was yeah 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 
Oof. Yeah, that was that was that a was tough a one. Trip. Yeah. <laughs> From there, week 14 at Chicago. Uh the 10th of December could be a little cool. But thanks to global warming, it makes it a little easier of a game for the uh, for the Lions. Then we move on to week 15 at home against Denver. Don't have to play in the mile high. That's a TBD time, right? So, uh, or actually, that's yes, that's a date that's TBD. It's not just a time that's TBD. Uh, Denver week 15. So that is, yeah, that's right around Christmas time. So, yeah. no, that the week before that that one. Uh, yeah, that's that's one of those. Sort of, I think they're figure, trying to figure out. I think the last. Three weeks can be moved. And remember, the networks don't unquote, own the games anymore. Right. We're not going to just going to see the Lions Ox this year. They are subject to being on on uh, CBS as like the game. They're not protected. the The NFC isn't exclusively on Fox anymore for home change that this year. Yeah, there you go. All right. Okay. From uh, at Chicago, home versus Denver. And then we are at Minnesota. I have to fix our little scroll here as I see it say at versus mm-hmm. uh, at Minnesota. And um, that's the, that, you know what? That's, that's fine. It's an indoor game. I, I like, I, I, I like the way December and January have played out for us as far as where we're playing in cold. The le- the only outdoor cold game we have potential for, or the last one is the 10th of December. That's really well, really good for a dome team. I mean, that's super fortuitous for us. That's yeah. really, really, really nice. Um, so we have that. I, and then, I mean, even before that, our last outdoor game then is, oh my gosh, is Baltimore week seven. And uh, before Halloween. So um, as far as weather affecting our games, other than a little bit of rain, we're in in great shape, probably guaranteed for the Tampa game. (laughs) Uh, But okay, so we go from being at Minnesota to a Saturday night game at Dallas. This is this is a little bit of a rubber match, man. I we didn't have a good game against Dallas this year. Um, End of the season. This is usually where Dallas is in their bumblefuck stage. Uh, we had, I think it gives us a better chance than, than normal, but definitely a difficult team in a difficult location. Yeah, absolutely. And that's going to be a game. Keep in mind, Dallas is probably going to be fighting with Wilson and, and Giants for a playoff berth as well. So that is a, a critical game. Makes a lot of sense that that one's in prime time. Yeah, they're, they're going to be fighting with the commanders and the giants let's let's just be straight they're not going to fight with with the eagles for for a playoff spot there they're going to be fighting for a playoff spot likely number 2 in the division i think i think i think eagles they're old i think that gets lost a lot they're good no no question about it. but that that east that's that's a tough that's a tough set out there that that division i think is quality i think all of those teams are better than green bay and and that's going to lead to some interesting playoff slotting at some point. What was it? Two years ago, they were the joke. Two or three years ago, they were the absolute joke of the NFL. Remember? Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't that yeah. long for the turnaround. All right. Last game is at home against Minnesota. January. It's TBD. It'll be early January. Good time for that. Um, I'm seeing at least three games 
that I'm off work. If I include Thanksgiving, it's four. We got a lot of good party and shows going on, but that's the schedule for the Detroit Lions this year. What an interesting, what an interesting look ahead for uh, for the team and what they've got coming. Let's do a quick team by team breakdown, Riz. Let's take a look at sure. them um, more from the perspective of what we can look for each week from uh, each team and uh, talk about you know just just from a perspective of of who they're facing. First off, obviously in uh, Kansas City. This is a tough one just defensively from Kansas City for the Lions to have to break down, you know, what this offense is going to be. Um, again, yeah. it's it's a crazy week. Who knows what we're seeing, but what a hell of a tough defense to play. That's going to be tough. And keep in mind, you're breaking in Jack Campbell. You're breaking in CJ Gardner-Johnson. You're breaking in potentially two new starting outside cornerbacks. Again, Holmes and the Chiefs. Oh, by the way, their offense got better. Yep. It's not going to be easy. <laughs> They're the champs for a reason. Uh, but as Rick Flair said, if you want to be the man, you got to beat the man. man. That's right. That's right. Um, tough defense, better offense. Um, their tackles are the weak spot of their line. Uh, we can challenge them with Hutch and uh, the beautiful, beautiful Detroit Lions defense that we're seeing come alive this year. I'm I'm so interested to see how this defense looks and how it how we line it up. But I mean, Charles Harris getting out there, getting after it. Um, it's you'll see some five two looks. I've oof, heard heard that. Yeah, yep, heard that. I believe it. I believe it. You know what else you're gonna see? You're gonna see some seatbelt gang roll around with that defense. Just be, just I'm just telling you, keep your eyes open. Those guys, um, they have all been <laughs> to seatbeltgang.com, and I'm not joking. You will see, you will see the gear uh, out there. Check out great new gear for Jerry out there. Uh, he's got some good stuff, and we're doing uh, some charity work with it. Uh, go to seatbeltgang.com. Check out the merch. Some really killer new shirts. There's, really there's sharp There's a designs. portable Bluetooth speaker that charges your phone when you put it on top of it. That is <laughs> it's perpetual motion or perpetual music, right? Keep it in charge That's while it's sweet. playing through the speaker the whole time. I've got one over here. You, so you can pay your dream theater catalog. I'm repping, repping my band tonight. Ah, um, there you go. You just let it go. It's great. One right here. <laughs> oh, Chris has one. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I, I gotta I gotta test out the good stuff, man. <laughs> um yeah, there's some great stuff. Hey, we got literally yesterday put some brand new merch, a sweet lockdown shirt, some sweet Lions logo shirts with uh Jerry stuff on there. Check out seatbeltgang.com. Um, and you're gonna see a lot of seatbelt gang and you're gonna see a lot of Hanks tanks rolling around Allen Park in this offseason. Just keep your eyes open. Um uh, okay. So the Kansas City Chiefs, uh, really interesting stuff. I mean, their tackles are, are likely the weakest spot on their offense and, and give us a shot. Uh, otherwise, good, yeah, yeah. Um, good it's, football team, obviously. Yeah. 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 Well, that's, that's how you win a Super Bowl, right? <laughs> Darn it. Yeah. That's how that happens. All right. So the Kansas City Chiefs, the first one. Uh, anything else about the Chiefs and playing against the Chiefs that you want to hit on, Riz, that we really have to focus uh, on as a team? Out of just the one thing is that. When Andy Reid has time to – like, he's really, really good in week ones, and he's really, really good with extra time to prepare. So that is something that we're going to have to watch. Uh, yeah. They're going to have things dialed up. Look, this is a the, – the, this game was selected because the Lions are seen as, like, the rising star. And it's an easy storyline for them to sell. 
Yeah. Can the upstart Lions with Dan Campbell, can they go in and take down the defending champs on a night where they might be doing some something to honor their Super Bowl team? Yeah. It's an easy storyline to sell. Hopefully the Lions are game for it. Like, don't expect them to win, but do expect them to be competitive and to give it a go. And, I mean, they can win. They absolutely can win. Yeah. It's just, uh, you know, week one, again, the week of miracles. Remember the year that Jacksonville, uh, before they drafted Trevor Lawrence, they won one game. They beat the Miami Dolphins in week one. Kept the Dolphins out of the postseason. It was the only game Jacksonville won that year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, can we point, things happen week one. Paul Meyer, can we point to how many years it's been since we didn't end, didn't end the season against FTP? Yeah, you know what? That's awesome. But it's because they, they just wanted to give the red carpet to FTP before, but now they want a real competitive game as we watch the two leaders of the NFC battle it out for the, the NFC yeah. the top slot there. And that's one of the things that you do get from watching the schedules, just an overarching theme. I think the Packers have three primetime games this year, one of them against the Lions. Tells you where the pecking order is. Yeah, the pecker order. <laughs> I'm so good. Sorry, I'm 12 and stupid. Uh, I put okay. that one on a for you. <laughs> I know, I know, and I appreciate it. I'll take it. Normally, I'm I'm a little bit uh, um, highbrow about, yeah, I take the easy one. Come on. But, yeah, I'm all about it right now. Uh, okay, let's see. You got you to gotta win the winnable ones. Yeah, that's, that's right. That's right. <laughs> Uh, okay, so from there, let's get into uh, the next team on the list from the uh, Kansas City Chiefs. We earn our way over or work our way over to the silly Seahawks uh, week home two. Opener. Yeah, on my home, birthday. home opener. Oh, your birthday. Ladies and gentlemen, please yeah. make sure to get yourself. Number 17. <laughs> get that your gifts now. Yeah. My gosh. My hair will hopefully not be super gray by then. It's already getting there. <laughs> hey, by the way, tell Huge I said thanks for letting us be on. I had, I had, even though we had some uh, tech difficulties at the end, it was great to talk to you and have some uh, some lines. Yes, uh, Huge did a great job um, letting me get in. And uh, I said I hosted Monday. If you didn't catch it, catch the podcast on the Huge Show podcast page. Uh, Chris and I did the 5 o'clock hour together. That was fun. It was great. Yeah. yeah it also, was I got to give it up to my guy, Kellen Boss, um, fellow Zealand East guy. Um, he was once my, my son's youth basketball coach. Dude drops serious knowledge, like really informative and really, really good job by you, Kellen, on talking about Michigan basketball, a little bit about Michigan football. So that was that was awesome. I'm glad I gave you a shot because you knocked it out of the freaking park, dude. It's great. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, Goff surprises us. Goff and Mahomes was one of the best games, I think, I remember in football, in, in at least in recent years. Those two had a hell of a game when he with, that was with that was game, man. Yeah. That was a battle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that was good stuff. So, all right, we got we got the the Seahawks coming up. This is an interesting game. This is you know, they, I'll, I'll I'll put it this way: they have a strong offense across you know end to end. They have a, a strong they do, but not and 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 I'm not saying great, right? They are strong across the across the 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 the, the offense. Uh, it's impressive how how they don't really have an absolute weak spot there, right? An absolute you know well, junk they, player. Their worry, their worry is Geno Smith. Yep. And like we like we talk about golf. Like there's a lot of people in, in Detroit that are worried that golf is going to regress. They have the same issue in in Seattle. Is yep. is Geno Smith, who was the NFL's comeback player of the year last year, is he going to regress? Yep. And uh, we'll see. I, I I wouldn't bet against him. Like that's a really good team. And by the way, their bookend tackles 
were rookies last year. Yep. They're really good. Folks, if you haven't watched Abraham Lucas, their right tackle, he is as close to Panay Sewell as you will find in the league. Dude is really good, and he plays like Panay, and he's got the same attitude. He's an easy guy to like. It's going to suck that he's going against Hutchinson on uh, on on that that week two game because uh, that 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 that's a tough matchup for Detroit. Yep. But I will say, you can run right down the middle against the Seattle Seahawks, and you yeah. can exploit the middle of the field. They're fast on the outside. Their corners are speed. And they will go get the ball. You can attack them in the seams and over the middle of the field. It's a a great game for the combination together of David Montgomery and Jameer Gibbs uh, with Sam Laporta probably having a breakout game in now. That that if the Lions are going to win that game, that they're going to have to outscore them, and that's how they're going to do it. Much like last year, where we had to outscore Seattle and we couldn't quite do it. This year, I think uh, I think the weapons are a little bit more reliable. This year, we'll see. That's my initial take. It would have been a great game to have JMO, to have him on Woolen, two speedsters toe to toe, man. And then, but we talked about this Monday on the huge show. The Lions are a pick your poison offense right now. I mean, if you yeah. think about the idea, you've got Montgomery who's going to run up your face. You got, you got Gibbs who could, and Goff who's great with the play action. And then you're talking about Laporta who gives you a short game that you didn't have. You got St. Brown who is. St. Brown. You have JMO. I mean, you have you have a plethora of opportunities with the ball and and things that you can do as the Lions. And yeah. you know, you have you have at any point in time four weapons on the field that can be in four different parts of the field at once. What are you going to do to stop it? What are you going to do? You have and to you be- have a line that can protect. Seattle does not have a great pass rush. They're solid, but they're not great. They're not dynamic. Right. And that's yeah. that gives that gives them a chance. And I will say. Look, I love Quandre Diggs. I think we've established that on this podcast. I freaking love that dude. Yep. Him tackling Sam Laporta is not a given. <laughs> that's, you know, that's very much, uh, very much true. All right. From Seattle, we move on to, I mean, everybody's favorite. I don't know, kind of little laughing point of the NFL for a long time. I mean, they've they've since they choked out the Super Bowl, they have not been able to recover. It's been an absolute they have not disaster. Recovered. They really haven't. <laughs> Belichick nuked them from orbit, and it's still a smoking crater over there, man. You got Desmond Ritter in the backfield. Um, I, look, I hate to be too cocky. I'm just not afraid of Ritter. As a, as a team, I'm just not afraid of, 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 of him. He hasn't necessarily grown into what he can be. I, I am totally, I am totally there, but come on, really <laughs> Ritter's Ritter. And uh, you got Drake London who this year should really find some, some juice over there, but they do have Bijan Robinson. Who's going to face our newly bolstered defensive line. Yeah. And they're good up the middle on their offensive line. Mm-hmm. Chris Lindstrom's a dude, man. That guy can play. Yeah. And him blocking for Bajan is going to be a, going to be a good test for Jack Campbell. We're going to see how much Jack Campbell can contribute as a rookie in that game. Because w- between Kyle Pitts as their tight end, even though he plays primarily wide receiver, he is mm-hmm. a tight end in theory. Um, and Bajan, like, mm-hmm. I, I kind of like what they're cooking there. Honestly, I really do. Like, I, I, I like I like the conception of their offense. Can they execute it? I don't know about that. We'll see. But that's it's not a, it's, that's not an easy win. It's no, not. No, no. They, I know they people are looking at it like, oh, the Falcons. Like that's that's not an easy win. 
Their really, offense. They, they had a good draft too. Like they, they, they got, they got better folks. They really did. Yep. Their offense is one that's starting to warm up. There's still, I think the linchpin on that is Ritter. I think that's the, 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 the point that's the biggest point. Yeah, of contention I would take, question. If, if it comes down to a quarterback battle, battle, I'm taking Jared Goff over Desmond Ritter. No question about it. On the other side of the ball, I mean, frankly, we know how to burn Okuda. <laughs> we've seen it. We've been, we've been storied on that for a while. Um, Jeff Okuda, of course, playing for the Atlanta Falcons. He's on uh, yeah. one side, Terrell on the other side. Um, this is Chris Hughes. It sounds like he is going to be their number three outside corner, at least from what I've heard from Atlanta people. So he's not going to start. Yep. So don't get too excited about it. He, he, he will play. It'll it's, be a big game on his calendar for sure. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, for sure. And it's week three. Back to Detroit. Yeah. Being be week three, line. he may not even be healthy. So we'll see um, what's going on. <laughs> oh, sorry. Oh, That's great. terrible. I, I like the guy, too. I really like Jeff. I, I shouldn't do that about because I like the guy as a person. <laughs> he's, a, but, he's a legitimately yeah, yeah. good dude. He never did anything wrong in Detroit other than just not being the number three overall pick. Yeah. yeah he wasn't yeah. bad. He yeah. wasn't. No, he wasn't no. Bad, folks. He, just, he just wasn't as good as you needed him to be. Yeah, and if you look at that draft, we talked about it, I think, in the last show. That draft was a disaster on many fronts with a lot of picks. And I, 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 I could have felt like a good pick there. I mean, there was other guys that were that we could have taken in hindsight that were great. Uh, it just didn't work out. I have no ill will towards him, but I am a Lions fan first. Yeah. And I, you know, you just take your little fun shots where you can. But as a, as a human being, I have no ill will against Okuda. Now, they're defensive. They, you know, if I use the red, yellow, green kind of system, right, they're a light green okay. on the offense. Um, I'm They're yeah. a pretty solid yellow defensively. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. They've done a lot of the build on the offensive side of the ball. Um, on the defensive side of the ball, they're going to need a lot of people to step up to really become that formidable force that they want to be. Yeah. They have they have some interesting players. It's it's how quickly can they come together? They have they have a new new thing. So uh, by the way, John Kaminsky revenge game. Uh, remember he was a Atlanta Falcon, uh, and they sort of sent him to the curb. And uh, so the Lions, by the way, did a great early schedule release thing where they had the guys walking in the in the in the facility and picking up the helmet of the team that or little like helmet on a stick of the team that they were most looking forward to. And Kaminsky like snatched the Falcons and held it up. He's <laughs> not. <a> <laughs> <laughs> That's what he said. So, uh, yeah, Kaminsky is ready to do that one. Um, yeah. Again, not that Atlanta treated him poorly, but it just it just didn't work out for him there. I think this is his chance to show Same the fans in Atlanta um, that, yeah. They slept in the wrong guy. Now. Yep. Yeah. All right, we'll keep rolling really quick. Um, before we move on to the Green Bay Packers, uh, please hit the like button, subscribe, do all those things we ask you as you do that. Uh, once a show is the only is when we ask. So if you would, just go ahead and hit that. No commercials during the live shows. No you know, ads or whatever. So it's a real good inspiration, a reason to watch the live, the live gig when we do it versus the recorded version. But um, you're here. Please let other people know about it. This helps, this helps us do what we do. I mean, we've brought a number of people on. We don't use the uh, free labor exploitive market to, to do people at uh, Detroit Lions podcast. Everybody gets paid for what they do and the things of getting viewers out there and get people to look at it helps us. And we try to do it in an honest way via, you know, using the algorithm, the likes and all that, but not, we don't do clickbait. I think you can tell 
Uh, you look back at all the stuff we do. We're not out there setting stuff up like, you know, to create controversy and get people to click. We're not saying featuring Bijan Robinson. And then he's not on the show. We're just talking about him. Right. It's it's we, we're we're honest in how we do deal. We have been for eight years. We're coming into our ninth year. We'll have an anniversary party here next month. Um, but Ooh. we appreciate all those likes and the subscriptions and stuff. It, it, it does mean a lot. It helps us out. Um, and, we're you know. The honest, the, the the bottom line is we hope honest journalism over the long haul beats out clicky, get people hyped and try to pull people in, in the short version, you know, in the short time. So, all right, let's get into the Green Bay Packers, not Packers. Um, Wait a second, I got to publish something here. Hey, go ahead and hit okay, the publish button. Gonna... I'll give a I'll give a rundown. Uh, Green Bay Packers, um, the treacherous, terrible, fearsome Jordan Love, uh, running the offense there. <laughs> this I hope. I hope, I hope, I hope, I, I hope I'm right. I can't stop because we haven't seen him other than when he played, what was that, the final game? That was the final matchup in 2021, right? He played? Yeah, yeah. 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 Yep. And the Lions won that game. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Jordy, that would be fun. A DLP, Dose, Dion crossover. That'd be fun. I would uh, I would like that. Um, yeah, let's be. let's talk about the uh, so we got some good stuff, a lot of good stuff going on um, with we've got Jordan Love. And this is a guy that I just don't think is going to be what they want. They came out. With this, they already lowered expectations in Green Bay by saying, yes, take some time. Um, I don't know if it's their confidence low or they're trying to undersell and over deliver. I don't know what's going on in Green Bay there. Uh, Aaron Jones looks good. Their line really is is a pretty good offensive line uh Bakhtiari has to be 146 years old by now though can he can he please he's go gotta be playing his last year and and he's he's a guy that keeps getting hurt a lot and it sucks because he's a good dude uh, yeah. he is a guy that if he was in Detroit he would be venerated but yeah yeah he plays in Green Bay so we hate him yeah, hundred <laughs> percent that's 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 the way it works Christian Watson um we'll see if he's Christian Jobson Right. This is going to be an interesting thing now that it's uh, short love throwing to him instead of Aaron Rodgers. He's a fast guy. He's he's absolutely got some skills yeah. and some speed, um, but he's up until the end the last half of last year. He's just been renowned for his drops. And we saw it at the senior bowl when we when we watched him, it was like after the he senior did. bowl, I was out on him. I was completely out. And, you know, it's, it's nice as a player to see him rebound and show that he's got it. Uh, the fact that he's a Packer, I'd like him to lose it until he gets kicked out at the end of four years. They don't find the fifth year option. Then we pick him up and he's a superstar. That would be perfect. That would be the ideal situation for us. Um, but the offense this overall. Is, this is a Thursday night game. Let me let me see who the Packers are coming off that week. Yeah. I haven't looked that up yet. This let, me, is, let me look that up. You, you, yeah, do that. This is one ahead. of those things where it's another offense that's absolutely contingent on the play of their quarterback. That is all all that it is right it's if if love shows up they have talent dobbs is 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 a guy that can do it he's he's got to step up a little more than he does luke musgrave we will have a ash and jeff toe to toe on musgrave here in the in the near future i i promise you that. <laughs> i'm looking forward to that <laughs> uh Dude musgrave cannot catch a cold he couldn't catch herpes in a whorehouse <laughs> Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 
Okay, okay, my head's flashing through things I can't say. (laughs) Go ahead, go ahead. The the Packers, um, I'll I'll give you the Packers' first four games. They open at Chicago, then at Atlanta, then they're home for New Orleans, um, and then they play uh, at, uh, then they host the Lions on that Thursday night. So that's their schedule. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it is. Sneakily think that New Orleans is the favorite in the NFC South, so that they're going to be coming off of a game. And by the way, New Orleans, for everybody focuses on their their defense can hit and they can fly. Mm. So uh, that's going to be a difficult game for them. So uh, yeah. we'll see how that plays out. But yeah, yeah, yeah. That, so that, they, that's they, where they, they're coming off of on the short week. They're they, they they're going to have a run game as long as Aaron Jones is is healthy. The pass game is where the doubt uh, lies. How, whether they pass or not is going to depend on those three games before that. The the the, the Green Bay Packers we see will be depend, wholly dependent on the performance of Jordan Love ahead of that. Defensively, uh, their secondary is like hit or miss, man. It is absolute heat and it's absolute yeah. like ice cubes depending on on where you're at. Yeah, like Bayer um, Alexander is really good. Um, there are times when Darnell Savage is really good. There are times when he's not. Savage <laughs> is like 47 PFF grade. Like, like just off, like we're in the orange zone <laughs> heading towards yeah. red. You know, Packer fans will tell you that he is their Anzalone. Like he's better than PFF dogs him for on a week by week. Yep. Like for whatever reason, like PFF just hates him the way they hate Anzalone. It still bothers me that they don't credit him for all of his PDs last year, but yep. that's, yeah, I've, I've I've gone as far as tilting at that windmill as I can. All right, so that's Green Bay Packers in Week Four, and we we we're just gonna mark that as a win, right, Riz? I mean, we're we're, we're gonna talk about wins and losses predictions way too early. I mean, win loss predictions in Green but. Bay. We do tend to win in Green Bay, so mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm, yeah. All right, anyway, I have to do a game by game prediction. Uh, over the weekend for Lions Wire, be up Sunday. Maybe. I do it. I hate doing it. I hate it, and I won't put a lot of time into it. But uh, I got that. I got that one. Stubby. We'll do. We'll do. We'll. <laughs> we'll do a way too early version of that as soon as we get through all these games, and then yeah. we'll close out from there. How does that sound? Uh, okay. I, then, I can just, then I can just watch the podcast and write it. Yeah, like there you that. go. That if you want the transcription, I'll send it to you. Uh, we get to the Carolina Panthers at home week five. Uh, All revenge point, game. Revenge at this game. point, we have a revenge game. We had just finished a, thir- a Thursday game, so we have extra time ahead of the revenge game. And this is our third home game in five weeks. And, and let's not forget week one was a Thursday game, so we had an extended break after that, too. We should be in good shape for this game. The Detroit Lions should be well prepared for the Carolina Panthers to show up. You know, Riz, do you mind taking a quick peek? I might be able to catch it here real quick and see who they're playing. Let me see if it's there. No, they got last year's schedule up there. Darn it. Oh, well. Uh, so anyway, they're co- yeah, Panthers are here. Uh, Panthers. Panthers schedule. They're at Atlanta, home against New Orleans, at Seattle, Home for Minnesota mm. and then at Detroit. All right, two NFC North teams in a row. They got Adam Thielen. They've picked up this year, coming off of a big homecoming game for him uh, against Minnesota. Yeah. But, but I guess they'll be at home with him, and Minnesota will be coming to them. But uh, they've also got DJ Chark, and DJ Chark will be facing us in that little bit of a rubber match, and that's going to be an interesting one. I don't think he holds any ill will, but uh, you never know. Yep. 
Yeah. Um, point, we will have a pretty good idea of how Bryce Young is faring as the number one overall. We'll see. Um, yep. Very quietly, the rest of their draft kind of sucked. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. <laughs> but uh, I'm not a big fan of what they did in the draft, um, as I am not with Green Bay. Yeah. Uh, in fact, so I don't do draft grades. I don't. I hate them. I hated grading when I was a teacher. But in terms of the – if the theme of draft is to draft players that make your team better, no team did that less based on the opportunity than the Green Bay Packers did this year. According to my evaluation, my draft evaluations, they took, they took a, a marginal top 70 player at 13 overall. They took my number 188 player in the second round. Uh, they, they got better with Jaden Reed, but they bombed the draft in terms of my value valuations. Um, I, I might be a little bit like Emery Hunt, our good friend of the podcast, who has some strange rankings of his own. But uh, the way I saw I'm not scared by what they drafted. Not at all. Carolina like- either. Um, Bryce Young's good. I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm actually fascinated by how Bryce Young will work out because he is the anomaly. Yep. And you're betting on the exception rather than the data. And uh, we're, we're going to talk about that in another podcast, Chris, because uh, I was – my son and, and wife and I were at a uh, – my son's being recruited for college basketball, and we, did, we, we met with a coach this weekend. He talked about trusted data, not anecdotes. I'm like, yep. wow, I can use that. Yep. So I'm, I'm, I'm like I'm thinking about that as I'm, as I'm walking on the treadmills and taking showers and, you know, taking – prolonged trips to the bathroom. Like, I'm trying to figure out how to work that in, but that's something that we're going to talk about because I think it really struck home for me at the time. I actually wrote it down. Yeah. Those two things are really a breakdown of, you know, what you hear in statistics. It's qualitative data, quantitative data, and these nuts. those are the three things that you really are looking at when you're doing your statistics. Um, <laughs> all right. <laughs> Thank you, Chris McGrath, the University of Chicago. You're a good dude. <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, we have to, uh, Steve Shattuck, in my opinion, we have to dominate the division matchups from a record standpoint. Yeah, 100%. We did that yeah. this year, interestingly. And uh, we missed the playoffs anyway, but that was for different reasons. But absolutely, that's that's the, the one of the keys to You want to make the playoffs this year, you've got to go at least 4-2. and two. At least 4-2 and two in the NFC North. And at least 4-2. and two. If you look at the draft, that's what Brad Holmes built this team to do to play this division mm-hmm. and beat this division. I, you, you got to give it to him. The guy has specifically Jack Campbell and Brian branch and, yeah. and to some extent, Sam Laporta. Yeah. Um, Jameer Gibbs is just good against everybody. Yeah. 40 like chops. Laporta, Laporta directly attacks the Minnesota Vikings biggest weakness. He attacks the Green Bay Packers struggles that they have. It was Mike. They don't defend seems well. Michael Gray. Gibbs, Gibbs is going to be good against everybody. Uh, I, I, the other day, I said it on the huge show. I have already bet on Jameer Gibbs to be the offensive rookie of the year. I think he's, I think he's going to be that guy. I really do. I think he's going to be somewhere between what Kareem Hunt was as a rookie in Kansas City and Marshall Falk. That's my bar for him. Got it. Um, Marshall Falk with the Colts before he went. No, he may, yeah, with the Colts before he got yeah. traded. Yep, yep. <laughs> he was really good there too. Michael Gray made a great point in. Um, Gray always makes great points. 
I lost it. Shattuck, when he did the super chat, broke the, the lights in the background. <laughs> I went to fix it. Um, I'll remember it. I'll remember it. Dang it. Well, yeah, Michael, Michael Gray made a great point. Check out his stuff on the, he had a great video today. Uh, all right. Defensively, um, a guy who I was, I, I liked, I thought was a good kind of later pick, but uh, has wound up flashes, but not what I thought it was going to be. Uh, Gross Matos, if you remember uh, him. Yeah. He's he's playing there in Carolina. Not a spectacular end, you know. I mean, he's there. Um, oh, I remember what Grace said. Sorry. The question really is about Gibbs versus Bijan is whatever. Isn't that the, the the question is actually? Do you like Gibbs and Laporta better than you like Bijan? Because that's Absolutely. really what it winds up being. That's what you wound up doing there. And I gotta say. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's the value play. I'm in. I'm in. Okay. Uh, so looking at uh, Carolina, um, this is this this defense is something that I feel like our offense has got a really really good opportunity. It's our last week without JMO, or no, we're, we're six weeks. Sorry, it's f- the fifth week without JMO. But even without the the setup we have on offense uh, against this defense, they just have a lot of gaps. This is going to be one of those. I I think. Depending on our defense, if I, if we had last year's end of season defense, this is going to be a shootout. It all depends on our defense this year because I think we're going to score a lot of points against Carolina uh, in Detroit, and it's just about getting the stops. We, that we were need just not ready. We got outcoached in that game last yeah. year, and I don't think that's going to happen again. I think Dan Campbell is going to be very wary, and and Aaron Glenn too, very yeah. for what they're going to be throwing at them. Like we did not expect the read option. Or the RPO from Sam Darnold. Like, that was like, okay, you know what? Y'all got us on that one. Good for you. Yep. Try and do it again. <laughs> All right. Then By the way, next Deontay week. Foreman is no longer there. He ran for 138 yards on, I think, 11 carries in that game. Yeah. That was, that He's was, gone. That was ugly. All right. Let's discuss week six. The last week without JMO. This is a week in which um, there will be a great deal of alcohol flowing by Lions fans in the parking lot of Raymond James Stadium at the Ray J. Um, I invite everybody to come down for the Detroit Lions podcast party, tailgate party. We're going to get together. We're going to have a last down here. It is on the 15th of October, which is right around when the heat breaks. I'm hoping it's a nighttime game. I'm hoping because it gets it's it's if it's still summer. It's a heater, man. It's a heater. Um, Crash flat cooking going on. Oh god, yeah. <laughs> um, but it's it, it'll be a riot. We'll have a great time. I'm also talking about potentially doing a a, a live show from the tailgate in uh, Ray J parking lot with all the the tailgaters. We'll put something together. We'll have a lot of fun post game there. Whatever we do, we're gonna have a a, a freaking blast. So make sure you come out and uh, and join oh. us. Tampa Bay, the 15th of October, week six. Uh, going to be going to be a heater. Hopefully not. But here's here's where we are. Tampa Bay has a pretty strong defense. They do. And historically they do they do have a good defense. They yeah. they got some dudes back there. Yeah, they do. Especially like on the periphery of the like Shaq Barrett, yep. Jamel Dean, um, Carlton Davis, like mm-hmm. they kept the right linebacker. Neil Winfield <laughs> Jr., their safeties are, are just Win- really oh, good. Dude, Win- I wanted Winfield so bad in that draft. I really yeah. did. He was my um, number 11 player in that draft. Lived up to it. The reality is, is their weak spots over the middle. 
Sam Laporta, this is your chance to have a a, a, a year career. Game. You can beat the <laughs> crap out of Devin White. That guy's not a good football player. Just I know he had a great Super Bowl, folks. Watch the rest. He's not as good as Alex Anzalone. I will say that again for the record. I would take Alex Anzalone on my defense over Devin White. Yep. Without yep. question. Absolutely. Absolutely. This is a game. Where I, And so I see good defenses now, and I'm less worried with the Detroit Lions offense and what we've set up and what we've yeah. built. I really am. I, I, feel, I feel really strong about our right. offense and that we can, we can play with any defense on the field. Now, the place where we can win this game is on defense because they've got a lot of weaknesses. Their line, their offensive line is, is kind of disastrous. Um, they have some. <laughs> they have they Mike have, Evans. To, to, their, to be fair. They do have some potential if they're healthy, yep. but they got to stay healthy, and they have not stayed healthy in a long time. No, no offense. Yep, and in Godwin and Evans, they have some some receivers that can be great, but are streaky, and they they yeah. show and don't show at random Evans points. Has always been that way. Yep. Go back to when he was at Alabama. Yep, yep. He had he had forty eight percent of his college production in four games. Yeah, yeah. That's who he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is this is where we win this game. I think is defense in Tampa wins the game. I think I think that's the the, the place where we you know we want to see this new defensive line step up. These the secondary, the entirety of the seatbelt gang, the secondary of the Detroit Lions. Um, love to see what what they bring uh, to this game. Because and keep this in is mind, this test. is the time week six where where Cam Sutton and C.J. Gardner Johnson and hopefully Emmanuel Mosley is back by that point and Jerry Jacobson, they've learned how to play together better. Yep. Brian Branch is figuring out where he fits into the defense. Tracy Walker is hopefully back to full speed by then. Like This is the time when the defense should really start to hit its stride. Yep. Um, Jordy Manchin, I think the week can match up with any team and more importantly, play football. That's fun to watch. Every game will be exciting. That's the one thing we knew was happening when Dan Campbell and Brad Holmes got here. And week year one... I know it was a tough year, but it was fun football. I mean, you you were you're comparing that against the the Matt Patricia teams, right? The the those couple of those what was the three wins? That year was a riot compared to any year of Matt Patricia, no matter how many wins they got with him as the coach. It was an absolute joy. Um then you get into last year, started out a little shaky, people were nervous, is the fun gone? And then they went on a run and and showed who they are. Um I don't expect a slow start from this team this year. I think this team is 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 arrived, and I'll say it again. I, I keep I don't want to sound too preachy about this, but last year's team we didn't make the playoffs, but I, I want people to remember it because that's the team that turned the corner for the Detroit Lions of from decades of culture, decades of culture yeah. of we give up because we're behind, give up, give up, give up. No matter how tough they preached, what kind of team they were, I don't care if it was Schwartz. I don't care if it was um, uh, Caldwell. They when things got tough, when the flag Bloody was picked up in Dallas, right? Mariucci, yeah. even the end of the Fonts years, like when they, things got tough, that team when the flag in Dallas was picked up, when all these things happened, a bad penalty, they would fold up tents and be done for the game. You just knew the worm turned. You could tell every game. This team doesn't do that. This culture changed with the team that played in Detroit last year. And I think everybody, the future is bright. And, and, and all the achievements we have from here are, are have pivoted to that direction because of the of last year's Detroit Lions. So I just think that team deserves a heck of a lot of credit. Sorry, I was on a little bit of a rant there. <laughs> no, you're good. All right. Let's see. Um, 
So we've got the Tampa Bay Bucks. Uh, we got the, the the big old party that we're gonna have with the in the parking lot. Probably a live show from the parking lot. Uh, a lot of good good times. Probably need some bouncers to keep from uh, breaking the the uh, the broadcast stuff because there'll be some angry fans here in Tampa. Tampa's all right place though. People people are pretty generally pretty all right here. Tampa Tampa fans are some of my favorite like opposing fans because they place. they've been there. Like Chris, remember when we were kids? The, the creamsicle, like, the creamsicle bucks. It yeah. was so bad. Oh, they, I'll tell they you, lost. Having so, gone there, having gone there for a game before to to Raymond James, and even in the in the land of hockey, Tampa's got good people, and it's it's because so many people are transplants. Yeah. I think that there's yeah. just a a common mixed blood flowing between everybody. Everyone knows somebody who's a different kind of fan or whatever, so they've been able to yeah. maintain like a different kind of fandom rather than hate and murder and 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 crime in the parking lot and that kind of stuff. Um, it's Tampa's a great place. It's a great place to see a game. It's it's one of the few yeah. away stadiums that I've found is. Is you just you can feel absolutely a hundred percent safe and confident that you're going to have a good time and enjoy an opposing team against the Bucks, no matter how good or bad they are. It's a great place. That's good. And nice to hear. No state income tax, so please keep visiting the Disney's and, and, and getting hotels because that pays for that. Uh, all right, there. check out my friend Tommy at Unrefined Brewing. Uh, yeah, there you Charlotte go. Springs. There you go. Free plug for you, Tommy. <laughs> All right. Then JMO's back. He gets his first game week seven. This is a hell of a face off. This is this is a game that is gonna be a difficult game, no matter how you cut it. Lamar's back. Um Dobbins. Uh they 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 got Don't Beckham Jr., who I'm not as worried about, to be honest with you. They picked up Zay Flowers. Yeah, they picked up Zay Flowers. Um, he'll he'll be steaming. Once again, they keep giving Lamar these smallest freaking targets on the face of the earth. <laughs> like I like Zay Flowers, I do. Yep, it's like the last team I wanted to go to. Like, can you give Lamar somebody that's taller than five nine? Just one guy, <laughs> one at some point in his career. I guess Miles Boykin counts, but he couldn't catch. He sucked. Yeah, he was slower than most tight ends. So yes, that he did. I'm, I'm not terribly worried about the Ravens. I'll be honest about that. I, I know zero disrespect to John Harbaugh, who I think is a phenomenal coach. And Justin Tucker has ruined many a night. Their offense doesn't scare me. Yep. Other than Lamar. Their defense, yeah, they're 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 fine. The Lions are the Lions offense is better than the Ravens or I should say should be better than the Ravens defense. We got I feel weirdly confident about this win. We got weirdly a weirdly confident. We got a Riz prediction right here. Hey, <laughs> He's got the Lions winning <laughs> against the Ravens. This is not an easy team, right? Their their defensive no, ends not. are probably the weakest part I, of their I defense. Really acknowledge that. I, I you know having covered having covered the Browns for years and watched them. Like the Rams are not an easy team to beat. No, no doubt about that. I think the Lions match up very well with the Ravens, other than Lamar running. Yeah. That's the only thing that worries me about that team. Um, look, he's a good passer, but their receivers don't scare me. Sorry, they don't. Yep. I've covered Odell. I know Odell. I I actually, I, I kind of like Odell as a dude, but two of the last three games we've seen him play, he's torn his, his ACL. Like, yeah. Yeah. No, no. There you go. Sorry. No, no. He's not, he's not that guy anymore. He's just not. Yep. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. 
Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. All right, then we move on to a game that people used to like to, to make a lot of fun of because it was the only game we couldn't lose all year. Uh, a little bit of different uh, noise from people these days. It's the bye week and week nine. It's a great week. I, I, I love that. Nope. Er, no, Thank Chris, you. don't go crazy. You're missing one. Oh, my God. How did I do that? I missed a, an important game. You it's did. a Monday night football game against the last At Vegas home. Raiders. Monday night in Detroit at Ford Field against the Raiders. This is a vote of confidence by the NFL. If you think about the Raiders, are, are, are they're a gamble for the NFL to put a big game on, right? And they usually will only gamble on one team. And they put the Raiders in Detroit on Monday night this late in the season, week eight before the bye. This is a really interesting play. This is a vote of confidence, I think, by the NFL schedulers. So will Jimmy Garoppolo be healthy? Will <laughs> take a lot of questions. But the Raiders can rush the passer really well. Mm-hmm. They are not an Next easy goes, matchup. Man. Now, if you give Goff time, Goff can pick their secondary part. I, I know they got Christian Gonzalez back there. He doesn't. Where's where's the Kobe meme where he's you know mouthing soft? Yeah, yeah. Did I say that out loud? I I whispered it. He whispered it, so it was sort of. Christian Gonzalez is soft. (laughs) Lions Uh, didn't like him in the draft process because of that. I feel very very comfortable in saying that. (laughs) My my favorite. They were never interested in Christian Gonzalez once they met with him. They're like, (laughs) nope. My my favorite punter, Hunter Renfro, will be on the field. Uh, that's going to be interesting to see. Do you remember? Do you remember the Senior Bowl? Yeah. <laughs> that's that was my. You know, I I had my own rating system my for the guys. Boy. What's he doing? <laughs> <it up> now? <laughs> my 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 evaluation during the weigh in. You know, the, the, I would call it the elephant walk when they would come across and just their uh, compression shorts. Right. Um, Hunter Renfro showed up at Senior Bowl, and I just wrote, "Looks like a punter." <laughs> That was my entire compliment or comment on his athleticism. And he's turned around and and, and become a solid NFL caliber player, man. I couldn't I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. It was like nothing that he carried across that stage would have given away the the kind of career that he had. So good on him. Um solid. Solid slot guy. You got uh, Devontae Adams there. Um, unfortunately for them, there's no Derek Carr. There's no Derek Carr. Uh, Jimmy Jimmy Garoppolo. I, I, yeah. Jimmy. And, or I don't even know who their backup. Let me look up who their backup is. Mm-hmm. Didn't they draft somebody this year? I should probably know this. Probably should. Their linebackers. I'm, 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 I'm just going to say one word. Oh, their was, okay. They drafted Aiden O'Connell. But he's currently behind Brian Hoyer on the depth chart. I'm not worried about that. No, no. Uh, their linebackers and their safeties are, I mean, trash, really. I, I hate to say it, but they're just not good. Um, their so, defensive line, I, yeah. other than Max Crosby, is not a big threat. 
Um, Goff should have time. This should be another opportunity for the Lions to put a lot of points on the board. And it's it's going to be a test for the Lions on a defensive side of the ball to see how, yeah. how they stand up. And and honestly, they have two they, – so they have three really good receiving tight ends. They drafted Michael Mayer in the second round. I think he's going to be a good player. I, I think he's one of those very, very high-floor, medium-ceiling guys. I think he'll be that right away. Yeah. yeah they yeah, have yeah. O.J. Howard, who, if he's healthy, is going to be good. And they have Austin Hooper, who I covered in Cleveland and was a disappointment there, but it was a disappointment because the Browns asked him to be a blocking tight end and he's a receiving tight end. Right. Hopefully the Raiders don't make that same mistake. Well, maybe they can in week eight. Yeah. They're they're capable of putting up points. Josh Jacobs is a really good running back. Yes. And he yep. breaks tackles. Yep. And that's that's gonna be an issue. Like that yep. they're not an easy like Devontae Adams. No no be smirging Devontae Adams. That guy's great. Also great in the bell ads, by the way. I hope they can do more of those. He's good. <laughs> Uh, Jimmy G should probably be out for the season by the time we play the Raiders from Steve O yeah. and Mike will get to that. But the Vikings might be starting Kel- the Kellen Mond era by the time we see them. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, so Kellen Mond is in Cleveland now. Actually, he's going to get cut by Cleveland yeah. uh, soon. But yeah. yep. They're back up now in Minnesota. Let me, let me look that up. Let me talk, talk amongst yourselves, Chris. I'll look up yeah, Minnesota's backup quarterback. Yeah, yeah, yeah do that. Uh, Max Crosby's pretty good. I like Max a lot. We need to chip and double him a lot. Yeah, yeah, we do. But we have the offensive line. He's really the the single threat. I don't want to say the single threat, but he is the the major threat. Uh, Jones is the other side that you got a little bit up the middle. Yeah, there, Jones is, he's like thirty nine years old, but he can still play. Yeah. Um, he can by still the way, play. he is, he is. People ask me who my biggest draft misses are of all time. Chandler Jones is like in my top three draft misses. I was way the hell off. I thought I thought he wouldn't get a second contract, uh, and he has definitely proven me wrong. So good on you, dude. And he's done it the right way. Balling. He's just I'm, a baller. I'm impressed, Riz, and this isn't a knock on you, so please don't take it that way. The list of draft misses is so long to pick a top couple would be really hard. I mean, because, I, look, we look back. It's so easy. Look. All these this time at Senior Bowl where you see these guys and we and, and we kind of start finalizing, thinking Justin Herbert. Remember, I mean, so, so many of these guys yeah. have rolled through and it's like, oh, God, we missed that. Oh, my God, we missed that. Um, that's the nature of the beast, though. You know what I mean? And that's you. You have to think about when a team is doing it. They have a whole army of scouts that are doing this yeah. every day, all day. You saw the Inside the Den episode yeah. where they showed how many days they're on the road doing the work. And then they're, they're, they're group, not group thinking it, but group adding into the, the, the data pool and doing a, a group analysis of all this. This isn't a couple guys looking for game film or worse, you know, highlights on YouTube of guys to make their evaluations. These guys are miles ahead from in both a technological and access perspective, all those things. So I'm not, I'm not, ashamed of having a lot of misses i'm really happy with my hits but it's just there's there's an information gap and we do i i would say that people like you riz do a hell of a job with the with that gap compared to so many other people it's like we 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 try our best that's all we can do yeah we get all the information that we can and i will say and people who follow me for the draft for a long time know this i'm much better at telling you who can't play in the NFL than I am at finding the diamond in the rough who can become a great player. That's sort of my gift is I can tell you the highly rated player who's not going to make it better than I can tell you the lowly rated player who's going to make it. Yep. That's just just where I'm at with it. Um, you can ask Emery about that. 
Yeah. We have some fun questions about that. Yeah. Chandler Jones is one of those that I thought couldn't play at all, and he's proven me wrong, and good on him. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, Don H takes big sack to admit when you are wrong about something in a public forum. One of the memory, many reasons we're all here. Thanks, Don. That's that's one of the things yeah, he says. Honesty. What a what a concept. That's kind of where we've built this whole thing. If you don't, on. Like, <laughs> why why would I don't understand why you wouldn't do that? Like I, I had a famous interaction with with Devondre Campbell, um, who's now with the Packers and and is very good by the way. And I wish the Lions would have signed him instead of Alex Maloney back in the day. But that's neither here nor there. Um, I dogged him as a prospect when he was at Minnesota and I saw him at the show and he blew my mind. Like, was it like, this guy's really, really good. And he turned out to be really, really good. And I went up to him after the last practice down there and I'm like, dude, I know, you know, that I've dogged you. And he's like, yeah, I know who you are. And I talked to him and he was like, he was like really straight about it. He's like, you know what? Was I didn't, I didn't feel it at Minnesota. I, I stayed there, but I didn't feel it. But you, what you, you saw, what you saw. But you're going to see a different guy. And he's, um, to his credit, he was very. I don't want to say complimentary, but he got it. Yep. And uh, he stayed in touch, and I, I appreciate that. And that's yeah. that's that's all I can ask for. Like, like I'm, I'm that's most players get it that way. Mm-hmm. There's some that don't. Um, like Tim Boyle. I ripped the shit out of Tim Boyle. That's the guy. Like, I could text him right now if I yep. wanted to. Yep. yep. I don't. But he's, a, he's, a, he's like a good human being, but he, he totally understood that everything was directed professional and not personal. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's something that I think some people struggle with, and I've worked very hard to not do that. Yep. Uh, and mm-hmm. if I do get personal with him, I will try – to at least reach out to their agent, if not the player mm-hmm. themselves. And yeah. most agents get it too, and will tell their players to get it. Most, not all, most. <laughs> Tim, we heard that can open, Chris. Yeah. Arian got it. Thank God. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You did, Tim. You heard the can open. It's been a, I've, I'm, I'm limited, limited snaps. So, all right, let's, uh, let's move on to the bye week. <laughs> We're up in the zoo today. <laughs> uh bye week happens week nine great time for it love the bye week uh get healthy get healed um that's two weeks of actual live fire play for jmo and then the bye week i think that's really good too that's him getting a taste of what the real world is now this is fully healed jmo this is we expect you to be what you're supposed to be jmo and then okay let's take a week off and find and course correct for the to, to get you on track for the rest of the season and get you in play so uh, i think i think the bye week falls well just in that whole situation and then we move on week 10 week 10 at the los angeles chargers um Interesting, interesting uh, team. This is a team that has probably underperformed. They've had a, a case of the Lombardis, which has now been cured. They, they've excised that. Um, you just sneeze the filling out. <laughs> they're they're in a they're they're in a, a really interesting team as well. And and their their defense is a little bit unbalanced. Their offense is is really strong. Uh, we'll see what happens with Eckler sure. there. But Herbert, thin, though. yeah, they have zero depth, like none. Like their depth is not making XFL rosters kind of bad. Yeah, that's how bad their depth is. Yeah, but their yeah. starters are good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, at yeah. this point in the year, you're getting them week ten. 
don't think, let me let me look and see if they've had a bye week yet, Chris. No, I think they're come. They may be coming off the Rams actually. Interestingly enough, so um, we'll see how that plays. Uh, this is one again. This is going to be, uh, I believe, a bit of a shootout for the Lions. This is going to be a a defensive um, pivoting game for the team. Uh, oh, they're they're coming off a road date Monday night football at the Jets. Short week in New York Short across week. the country. Interesting. Yeah. I like. This and the week that. before that, they play a uh, home. Hosting Chicago on Sunday Night Football. That have, well, the, let, let me just give you the four games ahead of what what they play before they play the Lions. Dallas at home on Monday night at Kansas City. Sunday Night Football against the Bears, and then at the Jets Monday night. That's rough, dude. Yeah, yeah. That's and, that's and, a schedule right there. Wow, you you missed one, and they have to face the Lions. That's not easy either. Let's well, be yeah, honest. I'm, I'm just going to the Lions. And then after the Lions. They go play at at Green Bay. Like that's when, a that's a crap schedule, dude. When's their <laughs> when's their bye? When was that? Week uh, week five. There you go. All right, so you're talking now. So week they 10. have their bye before that string starts. Yeah. Um, week six, they're they're playing Dallas Monday Night Football. Uh, then at Kansas City, Chicago Sunday Night Football, at the Jets Monday Night Football, home for Detroit, and then at Green Bay, and then they play Sunday Night against Baltimore. That's God, that's a brutal schedule. And then you wow. talk about how paper thin they are, right? Week yeah. 10. This this very well may benefit us. Um, Kellen Moore effect from Mike Hodges. You're right. They got rid of Lombardi and hired Kellen Moore. Um, will be interesting. It'll Ke- be better. Ke- Kellen, Kellen will have, you know, a little. I, I think there's no anger from Kellen against Detroit. There's not a, a lot held over no. from there. Um, there's, so there's not a big rivalry thing. But it always does feel good to beat kind of where you came from. There's just a little bit of a, a sense of satisfaction that comes from that. So I don't know that it's going to be deep rooted or anything, but um, this will, this will be good. Uh, Jordy, the NFL is punishing the charges for under underperforming and they ought to, they ought to um, better have more than one butt cheek and three toes or it will not end. Well, by the way, <laughs> if you them. saw the chargers um, schedule release, they made big fun of JMO in that game. In that too, really? Oh wow! Okay, yeah. Um, Big one. <laughs> All right. Um, let's see. Is this the one? Doesn't matter if you have one ass cheek and three toes. I will beat your ass. That is right, Don. They better have more than those, or it will not end well for them. <laughs> there you go. Um, defensively, I feel like they're 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 just primed for the pick in. This is something that the lions, I mean, I don't want to say that they're weak because they have a couple of really strong players in there, but it is, it is spots. You know, if I, I'm thinking of the PFF picture, right? Spots of green and a lot of orange, right? And yellow. And this is something that I think the lions, again, going back to how we started and what we talked about the huge show this week, the lions are so multiple and have built this team in such a way, both offensively and defensively, that they can adjust who and how they play to beat the team that they're facing. And this is... And we trust Ben Johnson to come up with game plans that properly attack the right places. Our cornerbacks... That's one of the assets of, of keeping Ben Johnson. Our cornerbacks and our safeties and our line and our, our, our linebackers are all set to play. Oh, we're playing Carolina? Okay, we're going to stop that damn run that, that chewed us up. 
right? Oh, we're playing Herbert. That's okay. We got enough DBs. We can play a different defense. We can stop that run. And they're going to have Austin Eckler maybe running the ball. Okay, cool. We got that. No problem. This team is really set up interestingly to, to be able to play different styles of opponents and be strong. Yeah. So that's the Los Angeles Chargers. We move on week 11. It's our first of uh, our first game against the Chicago Bears. Let me see the name. Don is Don Burr here. I, I saw him here earlier. Don, who is the Chicago Bears? Put it in the chat, please. Um, we are now in 1118 at home uh, against the Bears. And look, the Bears got better. Everybody got better. They did. Everybody got better. Um, how much I will better? say the Bears got better. The Bears got better in places where they really needed to get better. Yep. Yep. And good on them, but they're they're a year behind the Lions. That's that's my take. I'm sticking to it. Yeah, no, I, I would say they're a year of perfect drafting and free agency behind the Lions. One trip up, one stumble, and they'll fall further behind. It, it's just where they are. They could. Absolutely. Yeah. Which means they'll be competitive. Big year for Justin Fields. Yep. Big year. Yep. Yep. Yeah, that that is. I'm not betting against him, by the way. I still like Justin Fields. I think there's something there. I really yep. do. Yep. I think he's um in a tough shot. Oh, hey. This is this is a good one in the chat. Um, the key question coming for you, Riz, from one a guy named uh, Mac Robinson. What does Jeff's gout predict for the Lions' record? Mac, <laughs> three throbs is one too many, Riz. <laughs> Uh, then we take week 12. Oh, Mac, I love you, buddy. Um, <laughs> he hasn't broken it yet, but Mac got some very good news that he shared with Did. me yesterday. And we talked for a while, and I am yep. so, so happy for Mac. Cleveland so rocks, and so him. does Mac. It's good for him. That's great news. Yes, he does. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, week 12. He was the first person I ever hired to a wire site. And I'm <laughs> pleased as punch that he's doing well and thriving. Yeah, we had a good and time at Senior Bowl. Very happy for you. And uh, okay, what was the name of the place again? Um, the Brain Freeze place. Uh, oh, um, Wet Willies. Wet Willies. Yes. Oh my God, we got. <laughs> he overdid it there. It was great. Yeah, he no, was overserved. You don't know Mac. <laughs> Mac. Mac is Mac is young, and Mac is not big. <laughs> no, he was he overserved at a place that's a lot of big people. <laughs> he was overserved at a place that smooth serves Everclear smoothies. We'll put it that way. <laughs> All right, week 12, Green Bay Packers. We've talked about them. It's Thanksgiving. It's another primetime game for the Lions. Uh, very, very good time uh, about to happen. I love this home game. I, I, I'm kind of, the Buffalo game was a lot of fun on Thanksgiving. I enjoyed it. Really, really that tough. Was a great game. Yeah, yeah. Really tough, I think, playing NFC games on, on, on uh, Thanksgiving. I would rather them be out of division games, but I'm okay with this. Um, this, again, is another one of those passing of the torch opportunities. We completely ball drag the uh, Green Bay Packers at the end of the season. And I would love to see that on Thanksgiving, some of the tastiest turkey we've had in years. Um, frankly, if every game we played against them was primetime and national and we beat them, it would still take a decade of those for the, the pain to subside. <laughs> I got to admit, FTP runs deep, my friend. FTP runs very, very deep. Um, we're going to go right on can and I, can move. I, can I make, a, make yeah. a little prediction, Chris? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the Packers are a last place team. In this division, I believe you're right. I believe you're right. And, uh, and I say I, that 
I say that more out of respect for Chicago than I do enmity or dis dislike of Green Bay. I really like what Chicago has done. Like I said, they're they're not there yet, but I I see what they're doing and I see what the Packers are doing and I like what the Bears are doing better. Now, yeah. I could be wrong on that, but I I think this is if you remember, the Packers went from Favre to Rodgers, but they had like that that one year that was like they just weren't good. Mm-hmm. I think this is that year if if Jordan Love becomes their guy, I'm not convinced that he will be. I'm, in fact, I don't think he will be. But I think this is their like reset year, and they get their fourth place schedule, and they launch that in the 2024, and that's where they try to to attack. Yeah, just yeah. my thought. Yeah, there you right go. Right now in May May 11th, as we said. By the way, happy anniversary, mom and dad. Riz's prediction. Happy anniversary, Mister and Mrs. Riz. Riz's prediction. For the uh, Green Bay Packers, last place. All right, let's get into this. The New Orleans Saints away week 13, the first week, 12-3 in December. We're feeling a little ho-ho-ho. I think Riz right around there is probably a good time to do St. Jude. That may be, uh, it's kind of right around, it's after the, the Thanksgiving week. It's the next week ahead of the game. That might be, I think we'll just kind of pencil that and talk about that more. Just kind of hit that me. Is, so that's after the base college season has ended too. Yeah. And I, I will say that my new role at DraftWire does require me to be pretty much every Saturday I'm at a college football game. So once that season ends, I'll have more time to, yes. to help the kids. Yep. <laughs> So this New Orleans game, um, look, New Orleans is, I think, a tougher team than they get credit for. They, they be, Everyone seems to forget they signed Derek Carr, who's not a bad quarterback. I think he got the short end he of the deal. Sure yeah, yeah. He got the <laughs> short end guy, of the deal. Basically. Short end of the deal in Las Vegas. Um, he's a guy with um, a team that has some talent. Um, the middle of their offensive line yeah. is is a garbage pail, but other, otherwise they're pretty talented um, a pretty t- solid team across the board. I think a lot of this is going to come down to a game of coaching. Yeah, I agree. And like line play, this. Yeah. I, so I said this on the huge show the other day. I don't think games are won in the trenches, but I do think games get lost in the trenches. And I think this is a game that if the Lions don't lose it in the trenches, they won't lose the game. Yes. Yep, yep, yep. I think they'll win it just because Panay Sewell and, and Jonah Jackson and Frank Ragnow are awesome. But if they're not awesome, I think they could lose this game. Yeah. Um, New Orleans is not, not going to be an easy out. They're, uh, they kind of slid under the radar because, you know, like Sean Payton left and, you know, Drew Brees left. And, like, they've kind of gotten through that now. Yep. And they, they quietly have a decent team. They really do. Yep. All right, we're going to keep going. Um, Mark Malak, I, I have to just stop up and, and, and let this go. Goff is the best quarterback in the North. Just let that sink in because that could be something that a lot of words that a lot of people are chewing on this year. All right, we it could be. We, the way we, he finished 2022, yes. The way he started 2022 and the way he played in 2021, he's not. Yep. And that's that's the biggest question facing the Lions this year is if we get the end of 2022 golf or if we get the – 2019 through 2021 golf because that guy that ain't it <laughs> all right <Be> blunt. <laughs> so we move on to our only chance for a cold weather game this year and i'm telling you that if you look at the schedule the way it breaks down the 
12-10 game, December 10th game against Chicago in Chicago. The last before that and after that this season, the only outdoor games that we have in a climate where there's potential snow is Baltimore. Back in the 22nd of October, <laughs> I doubt we're going to see any snow then. This is the only chance uh, really. That would be climatologically freakish, but not unheard of. What's really strange about this, and I just want to kind of pin this one up there for people because you look at the schedule and say, hey, cool, we only have this one opportunity for cold weather game. And, and it's probably not super high that it's going to be really cold on the 10th of December. That doesn't do a whole lot to prepare us for the postseason. Luckily, all those games will be at Ford Field where it's nice and cozy warm. So uh, there we go. Um, we'll see. We'll see what happens and uh, go from there. So we move on. It's the, 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 the Chicago Bears. We've talked about that matchup. It is cold weather. It's the last chance for a hard field. And then we come home week 15 against a team you may have heard. And this is this is going to be a interesting game. Uh, the Denver Broncos come into Ford Field to see if they can uh, have any kind of a rebound from the Frankly, the shit show that has been their 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 franchise for the last couple of years. So this is this is Sean Payton going against Dan Campbell. There's your storyline. Yeah, Sean Campbell or Sean Payton, Dan Campbell's mentor. Yep. Um, the man who made Dan Campbell into what he is today as a coaching entity. And this is Dan's first shot at his old boss. This is Sean's first shot at his old padwan, for lack yeah. of a better word. Yep, And uh, I do think that Sean Payton can help fix Russell Wilson. But their defense <sighs> got old and revamped and not in a great way yet. Yep. Like, remember, remember, remember two years ago, Denver's defense was incredible. And they thought, oh, we get Russell Wilson. We're set. Well, their defense got old and not as good as what they have been. This is a game that I think the Lions can put 45 board. Yeah. They might give up 40. But we'll have to see. This is, again, one of those games where we're really looking at the defense. And, and I say that yeah. more not because we're playing against a whole bunch of bad defenses, but I'm that confident in the offense we have from the coordinator through the line play, through the talent. Yeah. And the creativity, I just, I have, I hate to say this, right? I don't want to be too cocky and ball walk too much here, but I don't have concerns about the ability of our offense to perform. I don't. They can stand up against and play against any team. I really believe that's the case. I haven't seen enough from the defense to, to make me think we have it. I, I was talking to Jerry. Jerry's feeling really good. Jerry's just in, in the conversations and what they've seen. Um, they are. This is a very confident defense. I'm excited about that. I'm, I'm really excited about where they're at. We just, you know, like everything, you, you want to see it. You have to see it. It's the NFL. The other team gets a say in, in the game. But uh, again, I'm going to do this. Some people, you know, they get sick of it. But I am hoping and praying. And, and there's a chance that, you know, this defense is just dragging These nuts. across the face of the teams we face this year. It's it's a real opportunity, and I'm super excited to see that. There is a chance that the defense is better than the offense this year. It could happen. It could happen. <laughs> Go to town with the drops today. I'm sorry. That one is four hours of let, let me, let me, <laughs> let me, because people will run with this in context. I've learned this. <laughs> the ranking from like total, like 
the the three things that I care about in defense are turnover ratio, points allowed per game, and yards allowed per game. And I think that those three rankings can be better on defense for these Lions than offense this year. And that could be how they win games. Because I do, I, I'm not convinced that the offense is going to be, I'm I'm not with you on this. I'm worried about a few things Mm -hmm. um, on the quarterback. um, who I'm also somewhat worried about, not terribly worried about, but somewhat worried about, but there, there's, there is room for more on offense than there is on defense. And I, I, I can't ignore that. I can't. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Yep. No, you and I, I are in different places. You and I, I really are in different places on that, particularly on the yeah. Jared Goff question, right? I think yeah. the Jared Goff is, um, I think that's more of a Jared Goff's head than Jared Goff's ability and in what's his previous down years that's are. Fair. I think a lot that's of fair. people think he's outplayed his ability. And it's the the Jared Goff is more the other Jared Goff that I think is the head Jared Goff. And and I think they're both fair, like you said, fair takes, fair analyses. And you're you're never gonna know until you, you get hindsight, right? You're you're you can sit here and, and be um, pretty darn certain Patrick Mahomes is gonna have a good year this year. You could say that, and all the odds are in your favor to get there. He gets injured week one. Oh, you were wrong, right? Well, yeah, but all the odds, you you, you had the best chance of being correct with that with that kind of uh, assessment. Um, when you look at Jared Goff, he's like 50-50, right? And I think a lot of that comes out of the loss of Gurley and the Sean McVay effect, because I think, to be frank, Sean McVay was a real dick to him for what, justified or not, I'm, you know, I'm not going to get into the golf plumbing. Yeah, thing. that one bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and I think that that, could it had a ch- had a chance to wreck off. I think uh, Dan Campbell, Ben Johnson have built Goff back to the guy he was, and to and and, and will we can get the potential that lives in Goff's body out of him. That's just where I'm at. We're different places on that. It was, and, and was I'm the number one overall that. pick. Yep, yep. Um, and Ryan Leaf was number two. All right, let's move on. We go to the Minnesota Vikings. We are in Minnesota on Christmas Eve. Oh my gosh, it's that's always the day that I want to open my gifts. Um, that's one gift I would love to open is a win. I cannot wait Spank to show off Stadium. my packages in that game. <laughs> you spank stadium, open our gifts and show off the packages. That's what we need to do. Um, they're not a bad team. Okay. No, they're not. They're, they're the defending NFC North champs. They deserve that. Yep. By the way, that stadium is beautiful. I have not been in it. I've been around it. Um, and I was drunk. So maybe I, this is beautiful. I've seen, I've seen, I've seen Senior Bowl drop Riz. Seen what Willie's? I don't want to say Wiz is wet, wet really Willie's Riz, but we'll, we'll, that's another drop that'll get stolen. Um, I was not expecting that pina colada to back that bunch. Ooh, man, yeah, yeah, pina colada with Everclear. You really only need one, folks. Yep, yep. Um, so their line, their offensive line, strong, their defensive line, strong, um, their quarterback is a question. I I think Kirk cousins is an absolute question. The problem is, is every time you think he's down, he comes back and beats the snot out of you. He's, he's a paradox. He's, he's got that resiliency to him. He's good at that. Huge talks about this all the time. You know, he was written off when he, when he went to Michigan which is about three miles that way. Mm-hmm. Um, like 
Keith Nickel was supposed to be the starter over him. And like, oh, you know, this guy, he's coming in. I don't even know why they gave him a scholarship. Like, he's just not that good. Colin Christian, come on. Great point. How many games until Goff throws a pick? Karen holds the record at 402. Goff currently at 324. He's only 78 away. Um, Very, very strong. I'm going to guess that his second pass of the season gets picked. Ooh. I I'd put money on that. We'll talk about that, Riz. We'll do, we don't we don't bet on the air. Um, no. so we're in a locale where I can't. Uh, okay, so we'll we'll talk about that. Um, so that is week. Those 16. streaks. Uh, if you look up the history on the streaks on that, Vinny Testaverde once held the NFL record, and he finished the season that that ended, leading the NFL in interceptions. Mac, Mac, Mac just made the point that I was going to make. Still think this they regress a bit this year. Undefeated in one score games has to regress this year. Weren't they outscored Minnesota. even though they had a Minnesota. winning Minnesota. record? Minnesota. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those yeah. of you who don't know, Mac is a Cleveland guy. He's been in Minnesota lately on the Minnesota side. He's talking about Minnesota here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, we're still in the Minnesota game. So the, the, the idea is they, they, they won a bunch of one-score games. And I believe, if I remember right, they were outscored by the their opponents, even though they won the division and even though they made the playoffs, yes. they're outscored by their opponents last year. Um, yes, they they got a lot. When the Lions were the one score losers, a lot of people were talking about the luck and it's just going to take a little bit for them to turn. It doesn't take a lot to flip the switch on that the other direction either. And the, 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 the they, they could have very easily had six more losses last year. Ask Mac about the Cleveland Browns in 2021. <laughs> We know that one very well. <laughs> that team oh. won a playoff game and they went into the toilet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Let's see. So we move on. Uh, Chris, this will be 40 below outside. Uh, Tony Ortiz is concerned about opening the doors. Uh, we move on to week 17. <laughs> I love, you know, I love T.O., right? That's not a shot at him. He, he would be laughing with us. He would be laughing. Joe T.O. friendly place. We love yeah. you, Tony. Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll see more T.O. too in the in the near future. Um, all right. Week 17. At Dallas, this is a tough game. This is this is one where if you take the meme, the Dallas meme, this is where they collapse. This is where everything falls apart and they become a, just an absolute disaster. And the whole question about Prescott, will he make, will he survive next year? He'll be gone. This is where Pollard becomes like the next Zeke. Is he, is he given up? Is he at the weed store? What's going on with Pollard? Like, like this is where everything just cl- collapses around the, 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 the uh, Cowboys. That's the story. That's the meme. That's the kind of, you know, the, the space we're in. It can't be like that every year. And when you look at the talent that team has, they're, they're, they are a talented team, but they continually underperform. And all I have to do is point at Mike McCarthy. He's bumbled his way into wins because of the talent on that team. I don't know last year that the Dallas Cowboys got a single coaching win. That's fair. They are a team. Their defense is mega talented. But they're they're very reliant on making big plays on defense. They will give up yards. They will give up red zone possessions. They will give up points. They win by their by guys like Micah Parsons and Trevon Diggs. And they got a few they got a few other guys. Yeah. They can make big plays at key times. And Micah Parsons is a very good candidate to be your defensive player of the year. It's either going to be him or Miles Garrett. That's yep. my 
And if you can prevent him from making the impact plays, you can make impact plays on them because they are coached to go for those big plays. That's what they do. Yep. That's how they win. Yep. If this is a game that if Jared Goff doesn't lose the game for the Lions, they can win it. Dak Prescott might Goff sliding has- sliding his way to a clock run out. <laughs> I mean, who knows? Like he might, he might try to kick a, a fifty-five-yard field goal on third down. That's just Mike McCarthy. That's what he does. You never know. In the first quarter, Dallas is a really good football team. They, yeah. uh, their wide receivers don't scare me a lot, but that's a good football team. That's a team that I expect to be in the postseason and to be difficult to put out of the postseason. Yeah. Yep. 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 Interesting game. End of the year. I we'll talk about it. We'll go we'll go through these games very shortly about what we think is going to happen. But uh, after this game, we finish out the season. It, that's on the twelve uh, thirty, the thirtieth. So the day before New Year's Eve. Yeah, that game is a Saturday night game. Yep. Chris, or uh, I'm sorry, New Year's Eve is a Sunday night. We're not playing on New Year's Eve Sunday night. That's reserved for college football. So we are playing Saturday night. Yes. So you get a chance to get tanked. Get sober, get tanked, and, ha- and step into the new year. And uh, you head to week 18 uh, to be determined on, determined on the date. So it's probably a Saturday. It's going to be a Saturday or a Sunday game. Most, most likely. Of those games will be on a Saturday that yeah. week as well. And you're planning against the Minnesota Vikings at home to end it, probably for the division. Hopefully, we, we don't care and we're sitting as we have the advantage locked up for the home field. Uh, we'll, we'll see how that happens that and how that plays out. But that is our. Would it be nice if we could rest our starters? Like Jared Goff doesn't have to play. Let's, let's, mm. let, 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 let's do what the Chiefs did back in 2017. Let's let Hendon Hooker play the last game because we don't care about the outcome. They did it with Patrick Mahomes. Can, Look can, what happened. Can we, can we have <laughs> Like We don't do this Alex guy anymore. Screw that guy. We got our, we got our future. Can we have that argue? I want to have that argument ahead of week 18 about whether we should rest our guys or not, especially with a bye week in the that? first round, especially with a bye week, right? Can the, the you last just a, having that argument? We've wrapped this up. Like we're, we're, we're debating whether to rest the starters in the last game. I pray to God we have that problem. God. I pray to God we have that discussion. Oh, so I got to tell people we've got a, a new, a, a great artist. And Russell doing a lot of work for us, both at seatbeltgang.com and at DetroitLionsPodcast.com slash store. A bunch of new shirts in there. You guys are going to love. We're going to drop a whole ton of shirts in the next two to three weeks and more. We're going to have some prints that you guys are going to think are pretty freaking amazing. Uh, a lot of really great original stuff coming. Uh, DetroitLionsPodcast.com slash store and seatbeltgang.com. Great places to see um, those things and get ready for, for this season, please check those out. You guys are going to absolutely love what is flowing in there and, and what we've got with that. Let's get into our breakdown of what this crazy schedule looks like. Okay. We're going to go with win loss records. Let me very quickly pop open the remarkable two tablet. As we have here, if you've seen it, love the thing, folks. If you're if you're looking for one, I don't get any money for that. Um, we're gonna go win, loss, and I'll have Riz on the left and Chris on the right. We'll get the whole thing. Week one, Riz, what's your permit? What's your prediction here? Gonna, gonna call it a loss in Kansas City. Kansas City loss. I am going to. Hmm. Oh, damn it! <laughs> I want because. 
be nice to win. Them. I'm going to go with you on the loss. And and and, and I would I, have said a statement if we won, but I'm not going to. I'm not going to pick against the defending champs at home. Yeah, there. Sorry, I'm yeah. not. No, no, you're you're right. Um, I'm having a hard time. You no, know, I don't because, do the heart versus head thing. I only do head. Yeah, I know you do. Um, <laughs> I've gotten plenty of rides. Let's not make that. A <laughs> it's done already. Done, my friend. Um, okay, heart. Head. Okay, let's uh, talk about. Uh, we'll have Jeff and left. I really, really want to do the the win on that out of the the sh- the sheer um, randomness of week one. I really, really want to. I yeah. think there's the uh, there's an opportunity that with the planning. You know, Andy Reid's great with planning, but so are the Detroit Lions. So is Ben Johnson. I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna lean with you, loss on that. I don't want to. I don't want to because I think that's a we actually have the best chance against Kansas City playing them week one than we do of the rest of the season. But I I'm gonna don't go. Don't disagree with, with that you. at all. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. We loss. got a, we got a lot of moving parts coming in on defense, and I think that's gonna be trouble against Mahomes. Garland. He has a largely returning cast intact. Yeah. Yep. Garland looks like me, rubber slug. Just so you know. Okay. Uh, week. Two, um, we have the Seattle Seahawks at home, the big revenge game. Uh, what are you thinking, Riz? Win or loss? That's a tough one. Um, I'm going to go win there. I, th- I think the law of averages is on the Lions' side there. I think yes. they'll win that one. I, I, I'm, I'm on the win column there as well. All right, week three against the Atlanta Falcons. Riz, where are you at, my friend? I think back to... Matt Ryan's first ever NFL game. And that was like, oh, wasn't that against the lions? There's no, <laughs> there's no freaking way the lions are this game to that guy. And what, what happened? He destroyed he 500 yards by that guy. It was like 500 yards. I, 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 look, I know he's gone. We have found the lions have found cruel and unusual ways to lose to the Falcons. Remember the golden Tate, that, that was the 10-second runoff game mm-hmm. because they called a play that didn't require Golden Tate to get into the freaking end zone. And ugh, I worry about it. I'm going to pick a win. I worry about it just because of our weird history against Atlanta. I'm all in on the win. <laughs> that easy, that fast. I'm done. I think we're going to beat them. Week four at Green Bay, 28th of September. Your thoughts, Riz? FTB. That's three and one. That's right. I am. I'm with you. I think the Jordan era, Jordan Love era, is off to a screaming, fearful freakout. I like. I like this game there being early. Yeah. Because I don't think they're going to be comfortable yet. Yep. 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 Um. I think. I think. I just think the whole. The whole thing is there's going to be a lot of freaking out in Green Bay. They always start soft when Rodgers was there. They always start the season soft. It's a it's a it's a thing for them. I don't know if it's coaching. I don't you can't blame Aaron Rodgers for that. Right. There's something else at play with the team. They start soft. And with with Jordan Love, I don't think he's the guy to change that. I think the Lions walk away with a win in week four, week five, Carolina home. First game of October. Where's your head at, my friend? They're a variable because they got new pieces, but I'm going to go with the win there because I think the lion. I think the Lions' defense is going to make a statement in that game. This says, fans, we're sorry 
about week 16 last year. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So I think they're going to get that one. I have a win with Carolina at home as well. We're getting juicy here. Week six, Tampa Bay in uh, in Tampa Bay with one of the best tailgates of the year waiting for you. So make sure you find your way to get those tickets and hang out with us. We're going to have a blast. Um, what do you got, my man? What do you got for us? I'm going to go lost there because there's going to be like some random, like the Carolina game last year is an example mm-hmm. where they just don't play well. And I think that's going to be in Tampa. So I'm going to give them a loss there. Okay. I'm going to be blackout drunk in the party and the celebration after the win in the parking lot. <laughs> Ray J moving on week seven to Baltimore. Uh, and, and I'm, and feel free to join in the Kool-Aid here. This is great. Uh, we have Baltimore next at Baltimore on the 22nd of, uh, October, our last opportunity for a cold weather game other than one. Uh, what's your thoughts on the Baltimore game, my friend? At Baltimore in October. I can't, I can't pick against Baltimore at home. I like I, that just yep. maybe it's being from the 216. I don't know, but the Lions are a better team. Better team doesn't always win. So I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna give them a loss there. that's that's the one where i'm at and i'm seeing it in the chat too it's unfortunate i don't want to i and i think a lot of people are going to say hey can't we be good teams i think you're going to hear a lot of that there um and that's that's where the naysayers the sol people are going to crawl out from under the sidewalks and under their uh their their spots I i i dare say that baltimore is a last place team this year i don't think they're that good but Mm. they will not be bad does that make sense? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, that's fair. I just think that game sets up for us pretty poorly. Uh, moving out of that game, the frustration, we go home Monday night against the Las Vegas Raiders. What do you think? Where are you at? Yeah. That's a win. Same. Yeah. Same. Same. All right. Get the bye week. That's uh, that's going to be a tie. But reality is we're going to win because we're just getting healthier. Let's Let's take a moment. Thank you. Bye week. All right. Uh, uh, Los Angeles Chargers. I oh, still want to say San Diego. Gosh, it's, it's crazy. It's Los Angeles Chargers at SoFi Stadium. It's gorgeous there. Um, that first year, we the Lions were under the Dan Campbell steerage and went in and, and, and gave the Rams a scare. I'm just jumping in with a win off the top, Riz. And I know it's a it's kind of a little bit of a bold statement. But uh, as we said, that's a that's a uh, defensive game. I mean, I, a game the defense. I read off their schedule. The brutal lead into that. I think the Lions get that one. Um, not that the Lions are better than lost, lost but their team doesn't always win. Yep. Yep. There you go. All right. Home against the Chicago Bears on the 19th. Chargering happens. Can't Charger. forget that. <laughs> what? They find, new, they find weird ways to lose football games a lot. They're good at it. Called chargering. You're, you're telling me the Bears are going to charge her? They're going to lose? No, the, the Chargers are going to charge her. The Bears, gotcha. the Bears can't charge her because they're never going to be in that game. That's Lions right. are going to kill them. That's right. That's right. Oops. I almost marked gonna, the wrong. We're going to wear panda masks. We're going to like kill actual pandas yep. and wear them as headdresses in the parking lot at Soldier Field. Yep. Yep. I might go it's to that gonna, game. It's going to be really funny. I with the Chicago. Detroit. I'll go that one. It's going to be really funny being pants free with a panda mask. It's a heck of a look. Uh, week 12, Green Bay Packers at home Thanksgiving. What do you think, my friend? We're going to eat on that. Kill those turkeys. I think so, too. Stuff them. 
Um, rolling, rolling to week 13, the New Orleans Saints staring at them in New Orleans. Um, we'll be following our, our likely following our St. Jude 24 hour telethon party that we do. Uh, what do you think, brother? Did we win last year, Kalala St. Jude? We, we did. We did, didn't we, we did. Yes, we did. We did. Give, give us a win then. All right. I unfortunately have us as a loss against the Saints. I apologize. Okay. I apologize. It's just one that's going to be a game that's uh, primed. We know I they're think. Going to games. Yeah. No. Like, and I think that's. They're not going 17 0, folks. Sorry. No. They're not. Just yep. they're not. <laughs> yep. I, I, I think that's just unfortunately set up uh, in, a, in a poor way for us. You feel and, about and, that one the way I feel about Baltimore. Yeah. 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 All right. Chicago at Chicago, week 14, the only chance for a cold weather game of the season. What do you think, Lions in Chicago, how they do in 14 weeks into the season? I think Chicago gets that one. I think that that's going to be their big like coup d'etat finale. I think I think Chicago wins that one. Ooh, gotta love that's a better circle. football team. They really are. Gotta love yourself some circle jerks. Coup d'etat, coup d'etat. Moving on, we've got the Denver Broncos. It's from a golden shower of hits. Oh, great album there. Uh, <laughs> the cover is awesome. Sad too. that I know that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Denver Broncos at home, week fifteen. Um, what do you think, my friend? How the Lions fare against Dem Broncos? That's a tough one. This is the Lions are clearly the better team here, mm-hmm. but do they win? You know what? I like I like the way they match up on X's and O's. So I'm gonna I'm gonna give that one to, to Detroit. Okay, there we go. And then we move on to our next game um at Minnesota. That's a loss. Okay. Like that one. I'm going to flip some pancakes here. I'm going to flip some pancakes here. Um, And, and you know, the first flip, you're never supposed to flip them twice, but I'm going to, Uh, the first flip is crazy. I, I call our game in Minnesota a win. We were close last year. I think they're going to be weakened by this point in the year. I think at home, it's going to be, it's going to be a dog fight, but I think the lions pull this one out. And uh, I'll, I'll flip your pancake in a little bit on why. And, and, and with that, uh, moving on, week 17, the Dallas Cowboys. I'm not picking this team to win in Dallas in prime time. Yeah. I can't. Not Same. with the Dean Blandino-esque history. Oh, don't blame Dean. We love you, Dean. But come on. <laughs> we do love you, Dean, but come on. All right. All right. Last game of the season at home. Minnesota do Vikings. Do you, have, do you have them beating Dallas? Oh, I have a loss. I have a straight loss in Dallas. That's unfortunate. Okay. I just, I hate it. I love the meme. I hope it lives up to the, all the hype of the, the, the debacle joke that, that Dallas should be every year because the whole arrogance of this whole America's team crap drives me nuts. I hate Dallas. I hate Dallas fans. Um, end to end to end. I, I, pl- I want to play the, the revert to the mean, the averages. They, you know, they came out. We were in the suite when Dallas was here. I, I want all those things, right? But my head says this isn't the time that things roll backwards. Micah Parsons is a real big problem for Panay Sewell. Yep. Like Panay is really, really good. If you can win, if you can get to his inside shoulder before he gets that fire out, eat him. And Micah Parsons is one of the very few guys that can do that consistently. So I'm, I'm yep. very worried about that matchup. Yep. Yep. All right. Last one of the gear. It is the Lions, the, sorry, it is the Vikings at the Lions for, uh, potentially for the division. Uh, week 18, who do you got in that one? 
It's in January. It's like crazy. We're going to the senior bowl like a week later. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's going to suck because we're going to be in the playoffs. We're going to have to be at the senior bowl doing a post game show. That's that's a problem that I hope to have. And I think if a win here gets it, they'll do it. So I'm gonna I'm gonna say that they win this one. I'm gonna I'm gonna give them the win at home, and that gets them into the post. I think so. I think I have them at ten and seven. Is that right? I'll, I'll get I'll catch you I'll catch you up here in one second. Okay. I got it. I, Let me. Um, I, I have this that win loss. gets them comfortably into the postseason because I do think I think ten wins is a pretty easy in for the postseason. I think just breaking it down really really quickly. You got one or two teams in the West. You got the South champ. You've got Philly, Dallas, and probably New York in the East. And the Lions and the Vikings, I think, are fighting for one or two spots out of that, too. And I think that that win gets the Lions one of those spots. I've got that as a loss. Okay. And people are like, what? What the hell is wrong with you? You just said we'd win and you spank. And now you're coming back and saying that we're going to lose at home. And the reason we're losing is when you count it up, we're sitting people. We are sitting people in that game because my. It's a Hendon Hooker debut start. <laughs> my record, it. my record for the Lions. Craig Reynolds runs 25 times in that game. I love it. <laughs> um, my record for the Lions. Is twelve and five with that loss. Okay. You can you're gonna sit. Wow. You're gonna sit. Your record is eleven and six with that win. Okay. So that's fair. That's, that's, I think that makes I sense. Them, how they fall how those wins I have and losses mentally fall. penciled in at ten and seven or eleven and six. So that 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 drives with that. That's good. How those losses okay. fall, right? How those losses fall yeah. that you had make it so they have to play. I think if the Lions play their starters against Minnesota, they win. I think they win that game. Okay. Absolutely. I just don't think they're going to have to. I don't think it's Good qualification. And the Vikings will have to, because they're probably still playing for something in your world, right? Yes, exactly. Exactly. Okay. Um, okay. We, I mean, before that we have four losses on my, on my, on the, on my chart and on yours, they have, they have six, right? So it winds up a case where it, it, it is what it is. Yeah. This is, this is crazy. What was my prediction last year? My last year prediction was 10 and six. I mean, I sorry, them, 10, and seven, 10 and seven. Sorry. I had seven and 10, I think. I, I had say. I, so uh, to let me qualify that because we are completely honest. I said they would win between seven and 10 games. I said seven was the low right. end and 10 was the high end. So I don't want to stop. I, I, I won't, don't want to just jump up and, and claim that the consensus was six last yeah. year. I and I knew I was a Kool-Aid last, guy. There you go. Sorry. The last prediction I made, I think was either seven and 10 or eight and nine. I did not have them having a winning record Yep. and they, they exceeded that. So good on. Yep. Thank God, by the way, <laughs> man, this is, this is, so I love this exercise, right? Because it's all paper right now. We haven't seen a lick of football, but just based on everything we've seen, Riz doing this last year, if I remember this time last year when we did it, you were talking about the Lions as a four or five win team right now. Later on, you, you, you amended that. Absolutely. 
at this point, you were talking about the team as a four or five win team. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think I think my priest like like before we went to camp, I think I had them at five and twelve. Is what I I, I want to remember that. Yep, yep. Loretto, thank you, sir. Dan Miller calling primetime games is going to get me so hyped. Yeah, me too, my friend. Too. Um, That's nice. Yeah, this is this is crazy. And so schedule release today. Lions schedule overall. Do you think this is a favorable schedule, Riz? Or medium don't or like negative? The way it ends. It. I don't like the way it ends at all. Um, five, Two of the last four on the road. Games are in the division, five games are on the road at the end. I don't like that. Two of the last four are on the road, but two, but, but, I mean, sorry, two of the last four are at home, but also two of the last six are at home. <laughs> so yeah. that, that, that's where it ends at. I, I agree with you. Um, that's where the, I, I had a couple of the losses chalk up for the, for the team and that long road stretch there, but they're in a position where, uh, you know, this is the thing that for fans is going to be hard. If they chalk up all those wins and catch a couple of losses at the end, again, those, those weasels are going to climb out of the cracks. They same old lions <laughs> kind of thing, but you're going to see that like six and two start and then they're seven and five. Yeah. Like that's. That's going to be a test. It's going to be a test for your Detroit media. It's going to be a test for your fandom. Yep. Do you still have faith or do you accept the fact that good teams lose football games too? Here it is. It says great teams win on the road. Great teams also lose on the road. I didn't see, I, I don't remember any undefeated teams other than what was the Dolphins, right? I mean, the, the, the Patriots made it all the, Patriots made it all the way. But they didn't win them all. Great teams lose games on the road, at home, other places as well. That's just the reality of football. And uh, that's one of the things. That's why they play the games. It's the whole any given Sunday thing. It's part of what makes football so fun and compelling. Um, it, if you get a couple losses there towards the end, doesn't mean you're a bad team. Um, I think the the totality of your record defines who you are. Very much like when I talk about players, people value players all different places in the draft. Their value is where they were picked, just like a stock. You bought a stock for $100 yesterday. It goes down to 50 the day after. The next day, it goes to 150 and sold it. It was worth $100, and then it was worth $150. Nobody sold anything at 50 or bought anything there at 50 You never saw $50 in reality. That was just never the value of your stock. And you just keep that in mind. Keep that in mind with players. Keep that in mind with teams. Keep that in mind with records. I think... Uh, it's an interesting, interesting time for Lions fans. It's an adjustment. It's an adjustment. And that whole kind of, you know, I'll, I'll just call it the same old Lions fan that's out there. If you really want to see what people are like and, 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 and just get your spot or yourself to a spot where you can ignore that during the Patriots dynasty, those types of favorite fans existed in New England. They were like the winningest team, a gajillion Super Bowls, and the same old Patriot kind of fan existed. Don't listen to those people. Don't let people ruin your fandom and your fun. Have a good time. Enjoy the football. Things are looking good for this team. This is a great time to enjoy the Detroit Lions, and I I know I am. I know I'm not going to get too caught up in the toughness. Even when things were hard, that was one of the things, Riz. We try to just take it with a grain of salt and have fun with it and uh, not get too wrapped around the axle when when things went a little sideways and celebrate the shit out of what's great, right? We're Detroit Lions fans. Like, how can you not not be that way? I don't. Yeah. I don't get the I don't get that, that mentality. Like, I'm with you on that. 
Yeah. Yeah. Got you. Got you grit. Sorry. Yeah. It, 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 it's okay. Don't worry about it. It's we're doing it live. It's, it's what happens. Right. Uh, Trisha, it's going to be a great season. Yes, it is. It is going to be a great season. Um, oh, wait, one last question. And it'll be for you, Riz from Chris Mason, which player is the biggest X factor for the lions? I think it's golf. And I think if you get pro bowl golf, this is a sure playoff team. If you get 2022 golf, it's maybe a playoff team. If you get 2019, 2020, 2021 golf, it's not a playoff team unless they get really good on defense. That's that's <laughs> the variable for me. Let um, me. Uh, the other one I would say is I I do think somebody on the defensive line other than Hutchinson really has to take that. Whether it's Aleem, whether it's Charles Harris coming Charles. back to full health, whether whether it's Josh Pascal, whether it's James Houston doing what he did at the end of last season, somebody else has to be that constant because we had a lot of guys that did it for a game or two or three last year. We didn't have anybody that was constant. I don't, I think if that doesn't develop, that's going to be a worry. That, that, that is a worry for me going into the season. I'll tell you the, my guy to watch. Aline McNeil. I think, I think you, he's be really good. you saw what he's done in the off season and he, he looks good. Chris. Yeah, he yeah. looks real good. He, he's going to be a surprise to a lot of people, you know, at, at the three tech people don't really have a whole lot of, you know, understand. They're just going to see Aleem's name a lot more than they used to. And they're going to be like, holy cow, they're going to they're going to see something out of this guy that they didn't realize was there all that time. And I will tell you, I just saw a shot of 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 Hutch. Um, I just want you folks to watch, especially when training camp gets here. I want you to go pull your pictures out and you'll know what I meant when I talked about a little bit of baby half at there and the difference that a year of strength and conditioning for an NFL player makes it's from college. Not there anymore. <laughs> fucking dude's a rock. man. <laughs> holy yeah. crap. Um, and just do that now, folks, and take a look. And those yeah. that were, uh, were arguing with me, you'll, you'll see. All right. Um, that's my thing. Uh, I, I'm, I'm excited. You know, it's, it's not a sexy position, uh, McNeil's position. But the, the change that we're going to see from him, I believe, this year is going to be so significant and so impactful for how this defense plays. Yeah. It's, everything else is going to I want to tell you, anybody that you're reading nationally that says that he's the nose tackle immediately click away. They don't know what the hell they're talking about. He yep. is not the nose. He's not even the backup nose. He's not even the third string nose tackle. <laughs> he is your starting three tech or I, you might see him playing some five when they go to a five man front, yep. which I think you're going to see a lot more of be so great. a lot more <laughs> of so great. <laughs> Oh man! Oh this, man! So I, I I tried to hammer to people last year that they were a four-two-five defense. They could be a five-two-four defense or 100%. a five-one-five defense this yep. year. Yep, and you're going to see a lot more of that. And Jack Campbell is a guy specifically drafted to be the one in a five-one-five. Yep. Yep. One hundred percent. 
hundred percent. All right, there you go. Hey, hit the hit the like, please, and the subscribe. Uh, helps everybody find the show. Helps us out. Helps us keep doing this and keep all the great talent going. The the Grays and the Ashes and the Scots and even us to to continue to bring you five days of content a week. I mean, that's pretty. Even us is the correct way to say that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Five days of content a week, and we're going to continue. We're going to keep rocking this through the the slow season. The part of the idea of having so many voices is there's a lot of different things to say. And you may not agree with everybody, but um, the Riz will confirm from an editorial standpoint, I tell everybody, I want your voice. Don't care about what we say on the show. Don't care about what I say or what Riz says. What they say is what they believe. The honesty in media, the honesty in the approach, the no clicky, baity, crappy stuff. That's who we've been, who we are, and who that's we will continue we to be. And we believe one of, the, one of the commonalities that drew us together, Chris, is that we want that. You will yep. see things that Lion Flyer written by. Zach and Max and Russ and new guy who's coming in very shortly, who I'm pleased to announce very soon that I do not disagree with, that I do not agree with. You better believe I'm publishing it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That's, that's, that's just the way I am. Yep. Yeah, 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 Rob, just, you know, Pascal for sure. He's going to grow. Yeah, that's it. And and for us, it's the, it's the long game, the infinite game. Some people call it. Um, it's, it's not, you know, about beating somebody this week or whatever. It's just about ongoing, being the best we can and uh, doing our doing what we can to 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 give you honest uh, content and and the best content you can find. So please, those yeah. likes and subscriptions That's really mean a lot. Sure here, <laughs> Dream Theater, uh, Barry Eastbrush. I haven't hit me up with your your with an email and just take a picture of your your membership. I didn't realize you remember and you weren't in. You do that, I'll get you your Slack invite and also check your your um your spam just spam in case. Folder. Sometimes it, it rolls up there. Uh, with that, we're going to close it out. Remember, don't forget about us on Patreon, patreon.com slash Detroit Lions podcast, or become a member here. Those are the two ways to get access to the Slack chat. With Patreon, you have to be at least a $5 uh, member a month. Uh, here, you can just join the join the chat as a member and, uh, at, and get the Slack. It's it's Riz. It's me. It's it's Mike, Mike Gray. It's Scott. It's Case still hanging around, shooting the shit. Uh, gave him a Case hard time today. Ash, it's all the folks. It's a great place to hang out, especially when things get slow. Uh, fun place to talk football with smart people and a million other things. We've got a ton of channels going on there. The Slack chat is the most intelligent Lions chat on the internet. Patreon.com slash Detroit Lions podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Jeff Risen, as you see under his gorgeous face, and at DET Lions podcast. We're pants free all the time. It's the best place to get all the info about the shows, when they're happening, when they're not, what's going on, all that kind of stuff. Um, call us on Skype. Detroit Lions podcast, all one word, or use the Lions line at 248-782-8384. 248-RUB-U-FUG. Be sure to go to Detroit Lions podcast, subscribe to the podcast, because as Riz loves to say, I want to come into your ear holes automatically. There you go. Uh, Thank you for tuning in. We're going to see you next time on the Detroit Lions podcast. Remember, no pants, no toasters, no hot tubs, no problems, because we've got the best schedule in the NFL, the best viewers and listeners in the NFL and for your Detroit lions and crazy alien connection. Final seconds winding down and look at that. How big is that? Chris and case out of time, pack the bag, start the plane. This show is over. You've had enough of that shit.